93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is March 6th. It's Wednesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. If you are not able to make it to church on this Ash Wednesday, members of the clergy from St. Peter's Episcopal Church will provide you with ashes to go. Reverend Clary. Reverend Claire Nevinfield and Reverend Sean Lanigan will be at Septus Jefferson Station from 7.30 until 9 a.m. this morning to distribute ashes to commuters. The church, located at 3rd and Pine, will hold the Ashes and Prayer event at 11.30 and 1 o'clock with Ash Wednesday services at 7 p.m. tonight. Archbishop Charles Chaput will celebrate Ash Wednesday Mass at the Cathedral Basilica, Basilica of Saints Peter and Paul at 12.05 this afternoon. Slow news day. It's no, our, hey. our leading story is uh, that you can get ashes. Sure, that's okay. a big deal. <laughs> all right, it's a big deal. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, and you're going to see. All, but the rule, I'm wondering what the rule is, and I probably should I... know the rule. But you see people all day with ashes off their on their forehead. How long you have to keep them on? Yeah, how long you have to keep the ashes on? Because eventually you're going to shower and wash them off and, anyway. Well, as a kid, so... I would always kind of just like you know, I, I kind of get them off quickly. Oh, you know? really? Okay. However, I think there's an option here that everyone's missing uh, uh the a uh, paintball <laughs> you know right it would be very paintball quick. right bang 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 bang, bang, bang. <laughs> well case i thought what you were going to say was that, that you don't have to go to mass because i always thought work? you had to go to mass steve, this is just there you're walking by and you're getting ashes steve and the welt would last for yeah. days for oh. absolute days that's <laughs> people coming up out of the train but you guys have a conversation, and me and Kathy will have a cross sure, conversation. You're having a legit, but I'm, listen, I'm we're trying in. to innovate Catholicism. I'm all hurt. in on this paintball, but the, oh, yeah. but the welt will last for days. You're right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't it's like self-flagellation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, yes, yes. It's okay. you know, there's a little bit of penance. If you don't involved. think you can make it to mass today, you can stop by Jefferson's train station from 7:30 to 9, where ashes will be distributed to commuters. Philadelphia police are investigating an assault that was caught on camera outside of a now, center city a fast food restaurant. Right. It happened on February 24th at 1045 at the Taco Bell at 10th and Chestnut Streets. Uh, Brian Reese of Northern Liberty say employees followed him outside of the restaurant in an unprovoked attack. Six people in Taco Bell uniforms can be seen in cell phone video beating up Reese and his girl- girlfriend outside of the Taco Bell. The cell phone video was taken by a friend of Reese's. Video of the alleged attack was posted on Twitter. Reese said that he met with friends that night who waited 45 minutes for their order. He said the store was full of people mad about the wait for Taco Tacos. Reese claims the employees didn't appear to be working hard, but they were telling customers that they were inundated by Grubhub orders, which took precedence. I've never seen anything quite like this. We were watching the footage earlier this morning. You see all the people in their in their Taco Bell, Taco Bell shirts. shirts beating this guy up, crossing uh, the street. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and listen, forty five minutes, dude. If it takes ten minutes at a fast food restaurant, I'm gone. Give me my money back. Yeah, um, forty five. I don't wait forty five minutes at a restaurant that I'm sitting down yeah. at and having apps. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that it was unprovoked, meaning they it's, he must have said something. Well, people were complaining. Maybe. That's yeah. what he was saying because they were saying that they were favoring the Grubhub orders right. over people who were actually in the store. Whatever the case was, it looks weird to yeah. see a, a couple of people in Taco Bell shirts. Beating Not only they beat the him, they beat up his girlfriend. Yeah. Just who to, wasn't in man. the restaurant at the yeah. time. Because just to beat someone up for complaining, yeah. I, you know, I, I think you might lose your job over yeah. that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did. Yeah. 
Uh, Reese says suddenly employees... Was there anything in the store posted that said uh, employees may chase you outside? Mm-hmm. Reese says suddenly employees seemed to snap over the complaints and the three men jumped over the counter and followed them outside. Reese recalls, I backed out of the store. They continued to follow me. They put me on the ground and I don't remember much else except when I woke. Uh, when I got up, my girlfriend was on the ground being beat too. She wasn't even in the store at the time. I think I know what the incendiary flashpoint was, what set them off. We should have gone for burgers. That's what they said. Reese says he released the video because when he went to Taco Bell with what happened, they offered him a $20 gift card. <laughs> no. Wow. 20 bucks? <laughs> sorry who's, to hear you were beaten. I'm sorry. Who's taking this video? Uh, the uh, somebody. A friend yeah. who was in the restaurant with them at the time. Uh, Taco Bell has released a statement saying we're shocked and disappointed to see the situation. We and our franchises do not tolerate this behavior. The franchisee who owns and operates this location uh, is retraining its staff and all members involved have been terminated. Just a quick thing. If it's a friend, if I'm a friend and I'm yeah, seeing my friends. Help? Yeah. Don't you jump in. Yeah, hey, you know what? I had, the down. I had a conversation with a police officer the, the other day who said that that's what people do now. So whereas yep. you guys used to jump in or what, whoever yeah. would jump in and help, now all they do is take out their cell phone video and stand there because they want to get it on camera so that they have it as you know evidence for or legal, whatever yeah. sure. or whatever it may be. But that they don't jump in and help, they just use their camera. If I was to see any like you know, you fr- it, yes, yeah. get off them. Well, there, there is a point to that. So I had that story the other day of uh, the kid that fell through a, a gymnasium sky yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, thing. Skylight. And, yeah, and fell through and, and crashed. And the woman was filming. She said she kept filming, she said, to show the EMTs, you know, in, in case there was something they needed to see right, that right, might right. help out. So I don't know. Yeah. there may be some validity yeah. to it. And then, of course, you may want to get a whole bunch of views on your <laughs> social media as well. Yeah. So. Here's the deal. If you are better served helping than put the damn camera down, right? Help. Well, sure. but, but if help is being administered, like yeah. like in this case, if somebody falls through a skyline and there's EMTs there, uh, my fat hands aren't going to be able to do anything. Well, so may I suggest I, something? Yes. For people who are inclined to do that but who also want to help and jump in, keep one of those harmonica holders around your neck, pop the phone Just on that. Phone on there. Right, boom, yeah. and then start swinging. Or wear a body cam all Wear a body cam, yeah. Yeah, but also, and I've been on on a couple of different, you know, ends of the, the fast food thing. I've waited a long, I'm What's not waiting. What's the longest you've ever waited? Well, so I have waited longer than I normally would have just to see how long it actually took. Okay. And and I will say, and I, and I love Taco Bell. The Taco yes. Bell right here is awesome. Oh, yeah. The one that I live near is terrible. I, I have waited. I've been second in line in the yeah. drive-thru when I've waited 20 minutes. <laughs> and and I do that just, I'm like, okay, you know, I got nothing to do right now. Let me see how long this takes because I'm going to call the phone number that's on this little drive-thru window and I'm going <laughs> to let these people know that it's taken 20 minutes to get three tacos. And by the you way, tacos, I mean? by their very nature, are, yes. are so quick to make. You just, yeah. you know, boom, throw it boom, in the shell boom. and you're out. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but oh, I, I try not boom, to, boom. I know, I try not to take it out on, on people. I went to uh, Taco Bell yesterday. Because it was it was Fat Tuesday, <laughs> and I gave up fast food for Lent, and Taco Bell was my favorite. Okay, fair um, the lady in front of me was so rude to the cashier. That's, and there's I, no place for I that. I couldn't take it. Do you know what the cashier did wrong? She accidentally shut the drawer before she gave all the change back. It was just a, a, a silly mistake, and she, I was like, dude, like. You don't know this woman, like, and now you're like ruining her day. So you got out of the car and walked over. No, I was in. I was inside the restaurant. I was inside the restaurant, but I was like, "Come on, man!" You know, like it's gonna it's gonna take you thirty seconds to get your two dollars back. You know what I mean? So anyway, Kathy, back to you. Okay. (laughs) 
Baby. There's no more Taco Bell stories. Uh, luckily, the story is told as the woman eventually received her chain. But I'm like, dude. It's funny because you guys so quickly disengaged from the conversation no, no, when, I, when, I when, like when I talked to you. There was, there was a couple of sub-stories, and we didn't know what the main yep. story was. Yep. You got to no, see where fine. it's going. It's no, we you were guys, on board. We yeah. wanted to hear it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. <laughs> Back to you, baby. Okay. <laughs> Baby's going to go on now. Two All LDS right. church members volunteering oh. in Norvorosik, Russia, now uh, are being held in government custody since Friday, according to a church spokesman. Two volunteers were engaged in a church meeting when they were detained. Russia doesn't allow missionaries, so those who enter into service for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are volunteers who help with community service and current members of the church based in Salt Lake City. The two are in good condition, according to a spokesman who said the church is troubled by the circumstances surrounding the detention. Both volunteers have spoken to their parents. We will continue to work with local authorities and encourage the swift release of these volunteers, the spokesman said. It was not clear where the two volunteers were from, but were serving in the church missionary program. The church sends missionaries around the world to preach, but Russia doesn't allow conversion efforts there, and those who are serving there are volunteers who do not try to get others to convert. In 2016, Russia passed a law forbidding conversion efforts, and the church said at the time in uh, mormonnewsroom.org that it would work within the law and have volunteers serve there uh, n- serve there as missionaries and not try to convert uh, others there, but two, are, two people are being held. Mm. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers beat the Orlando Magic yeah. 114 to 106 yeah. last night in South Philly without Jordan. JJ Reddick hit six three pointers and scored 26 points, and Ben Simmons had a 16 points and 13 rebounds for the Sixers. Yeah who are a half a game behind the Indiana Pacers for the third seed in the Eastern Conference. The Pacers also won last night, beating the Chicago Bulls, and the Sixers will play the Bulls tonight as they travel to Chicago. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. The Flyers return to the ice tonight with a game at home against the defending Stanley Cup champs, the Washington Nationals. Nolan Patrick missed yesterday's practice after taking a shot to the back of the head in the first period of Sunday's game against the Islanders. Jake Voracek, who suffered a lower body injury, will be reevaluated today, but has already been ruled out for the game against the Caps. All three teams ahead of the Flyers, the Penguins, Canadians, and Blue Jackets won last night, so the Flyers are now seven points out of the final playoff spot. The puck drops tonight at 7.30. The offseason moves continue for the Eagles as the team has restructured right tackle Lane Johnson's contract. The move was designed to free up money ahead of the start of the league year. No specific details were released, but his base salary was converted to a signing bonus allocated over a few years in order to create cap space. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much. What happened Kathy? over there? I spilled coffee. Oh, I thought that was a fart. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. No, I, I thought you. I saw you waving pieces of paper. No, I'm drying it. Out. I thought, man, that must be a home run. No, this is the this is the secret text word winner sheet. <laughs> okay, that I spilled coffee all over. So I'm I'm I, Casey. Thankfully, handed me a napkin, and I. But you I, can understand why you would think that. Totally, it looks like I'm I'm trying to fan away gas over here. But no, this is <laughs> I'm just drying off the prize sheet, which is now stained. But so what? It's still going to get you a four pack of tickets to see Matchroom Boxing March fifteenth. Lee, of course, enter if you are interested.
And winning that, that's what we're giving away for the secret text word today. Text the word secret to 39333. We'll send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with the word. And we'll also grab a random text or on top of that. We have a number of things that are taking place today. First of all, we have your chance to win some cash today. Our man Casey is in charge of all of this. Yes. And it is a, a very simple thing, but you have to go to a specific location this morning. You don't have to hurry. It's not a race to get there to get the, the, the word that you need first, but it is for Metro by T-Mobile at this particular Metro location. All right, 2201 Cotman Avenue in Philadelphia. If you stop by there between 9 and 10 a.m. this morning, this is kind of like a secret text word. It is. Pop in there, and there's a special keyword located inside the store to enter at 39333. You do that between 9 and 10 a.m., and one random texter is going to win Casey's $500. So let me reiterate one yes. more time. Go to this store. Go to that very location. It's the uh, Metro by T-Mobile in Northeast Philly, 2201 Cotman Avenue, between 9 and 10. Ask them if you don't if it's not readily available when you go and you don't see it, but you will. Uh, ask them what the special keyword is. They'll tell you. And then you text it out to 39333, and somebody's going to be chosen to win $500. Why not? Especially if you're going to be going by there anyway. Just swing in real quick. Get the word. Text it out. You might be $500 richer today. I mean, you're going to be playing against other people, but the pool is a lot smaller than were we just to throw it up on the air. Exactly. Because yeah. you've got to go there. And think about it. Maybe just a handful of people will go Yeah, you don't a, know. You'll have a good chance of winning. So we want to make sure. I'm going to stress that through the morning. It's a little complicated uh, to make sure that everybody gets all the information. But it's a chance to win $500. So I'm going to reiterate that through the course of the show. So that is happening today. And this morning, we have in our studio a hamburger. Uh, that's our main guest today. <laughs> I, I saw a picture of this thing. Well, that's, that's where you the, the curiosity was piqued. You said, did you see this new burger at the Wells Fargo Center? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. What? what you talking about? What you talking about? Uh, it is the massively impressive Broad Street Burger. <laughs> it is a creation of Cadillac Grill Chef. Perry Katsapis, uh, and uh, they're going to bring it by today. So it's this gigantic burger that we need to see in the flesh. I hope it's good on Mike. Uh, so yeah, 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 Well, yeah. you know, you never know what you're going to get. I get shy. But we're pretty good yeah. at bringing out bringing the best out, in, in yeah. uh, people that we put on here. So maybe we can get the burger to really open up this morning. Um, so that's going to be later on. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We do that on Wednesdays as well. And don't forget, we had Brent Selleck by yesterday. We have a chance for you to win what's called a mandate yes. with Brent. It's a hang with Brent and Casey and Steve at Worldwide Stereo. And this is a chance to not only spend some time with Brent, you know, talk football, whatever you want to. Talk high-tech talk, talk real estate. Talk turkey. Whatever talk, you want to. With talk tie. Talk tie. Uh, but you'll also be able to check out the <laughs> great equipment they have at Worldwide Stereo. There's going to be some food and some entertainment. And uh, all you have to do is go to uh, WMMR.com, click on contest, and then tell us why you should win the mandates. Real short. Uh, with uh, Brent Selleck. So uh, you'll be able to check out their Philo Farnsworth Theater uh, with the industry's most advanced theater technology and one of only three in the country. And we're going to pick five winners, each with a guest to join it. And the deadline is on the 17th. Everybody got that? Got it. A lot of information, but listen, it's some good stuff. So we'll have your chance to uh, uh, to do that right now. Make sure you uh, take the opportunity. All right, let's take a break. Yes. Let's come back in a second. We'll get the ball rolling with a stupid question and a bunch of entertainment news stories. Our Kelly has spoken out an interview that's actually going to air this morning. We have some Pretty weird. to play. Yeah, we'll be back with that and more in just a moment. Stay with us. 
This 93.3 WMMR audio on-demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st, for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB, where the snow comes first. If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer. Always with fast and free shipping, visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we have uh, Catch Casey's Cash taking place today. Chance for going to earn $500, but you have to swing by. Uh, the Metro by T-Mobile store at 2201 Cotman Avenue, but you can't do it until 9 o'clock, okay? So yeah, there's a window. you got to be there between 9 and 10 a.m. And then you text over a word that is there in the store to 39333. And then after 10 a.m., we're going to pick a, a random winner, and they're going to walk away with $500 cash. So it's courtesy of Metro by T-Mobile. So keep that in mind today around 9 o'clock. Set a little reminder for yourself. Yeah, just take a shot. And go by, and uh, we will have your chance to win. I'm uh, going to do a stupid question. I had one set to go, but... I... Oh, there, there it, is. it is. I got it. I got it. Are you wearing your regular normal glasses today? I am. Okay. All yep. right. So, all good. Uh, we're going to give away four-pack of tickets to see the Philadelphia Wings play the Buffalo Bandits on Friday. The Wells Fargo Center. So, the question I have here this morning. Wikipedia gets its name from the Hawaiian word for what? And I never knew this. It's it's Hawaiian-based. 215-263-WMMR. Wiki. Wikipedia gets its name from the Hawaiian word for what? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I will go through some birthdays today on the sixth day of March. Uh, we have one of the greats in the world of rock and guitar, Mr. David Gilmore of oh, Pink yeah. Floyd. Celebrating his 72nd birthday today. I'll tell you, man, that love his guitar playing. Loved that version of Pink Floyd, which some purists, you know, when they split and Roger Waters went off and did his own thing, uh, I was huge into Momentary Lapse of Reason and all that stuff. The really Division good. Bell. The Division Bell. Yeah, they... Really uh, good. No, they were... He was a huge, huge part of the sound of that band and the fact that he could sing as well. Was yeah. Awesome. I mean, this is him singing here, so... And and what? I a, mean, technically, he's a better singer than Roger Waters. What a beautiful guitarist! I mean, the, he he is one of those guys who who makes the guitar sing, yeah. and he doesn't necessarily, you know, shred and play really fast. He plays aggressive in in the the notes that he chooses and the sustain that he has. He's just a tasty guitarist. Do he? I'm sorry. I, I don't. Do mean, he? Sorry. I, do do he? <laughs> Is hey, tell us that, bro? Do he know <laughs> the he, question? The cello. The question is what? <laughs> the question is. Are he and Roger Waters, um, like, are they in a fight? Or? There's yeah, been a perpetual thing. Yeah, they don't really care for each other. However, anymore. they did get back together for that. Uh, was it the redo of Live Aid? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, David Gilmore, 72 today. It's Shaq's birthday today. Shaquille O'Neal. I like Shaq. Yeah, yeah me Can't too. help but not like him. Get to the general and save some time. He is a one-man entrepreneur machine. Yeah. I mean, I watched a special on him. I was on the, the HBO. Was that the, the 48 or whatever the hell it is? Or the, the, uh, they follow sports stars. Anyway, 
He's going from meeting to meeting to meeting, and then he does these things. He sets up these parties every year where he invites everyone who uses him as a spokesperson, brings them in. Oh, my gosh. And and (laughs) what can I do to make it better for you? I mean, the guy works it. He took took a page from from the book of uh, George Foreman. Yes. And and saw there is a living to be had here. I met him a couple of times when uh, he was in town playing and couldn't have been a nicer guy. I used to laugh when he would play, though, because he'd run the, you know, the length of the court like, Couple times and be like drenched and just oh, ripping. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And apparently, his house, sorry, Nick, no. um, I think he lived in Orlando at some point, and apparently, uh, word was his house was purple. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah I, I think we it. saw photos of it, and I think it's the roof, Kathy. That they... The roof was purple, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. He's pretty good at the TV commentary, too. Uh, he does the, the play, uh, play-by-play, or I'm sorry, the uh, color commentary in the studio for TNT uh, with uh, Charles Barkley. And uh, fun fact, I had a dream that Charles Barkley was in the Avengers last night. So <laughs> Here we go. Just thought I'd share that with I you. I could see that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Right, he's, uh, he's 46. He's the new Ant-Man. Uh, Connie Britton, who is from uh, Nashville and Friday Night Lights. I think she's sexy. Oh, I knew who that is. Was she like the aging singer star on Nashville? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. She's very attractive. Uh, Yeah, she is. How old is she? She's 52. Okay, so we got like another 28 years. Yeah, you're good to go. All right. Uh, Tom Arnold, uh, who's been by here a couple of times. He's sexy, too. Is celebrating his uh, 59th birthday today. I can't listen to him talk anymore. Yeah. He's a... (laughs) You know, like the the, the nose is when all he's acting. I've always had a hard time yeah. when he's doing when he's acting. Yeah, and he's reined in. We've had him in this in the studio here. He's very candid, a good guest. Uh, but you're right. Sometimes it go, it gets to be a little too much. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, 59 today. Uh, the great Rob Reiner. What an amazing director uh, has his birthday today. 71. We've had him on a couple times through the years. This is a great interview. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, a few good men. When Harry met Sally, Spinal Tap, of course, was his, and he's done loads of stuff over the years. He's seventy-one, and the last birthday um, from your fills, Jake Arrieta celebrates. Whoa! Uh, Jake is thirty-three years old. Maybe we'll spend some time with him a week from Friday. We will be in Clearwater, and we'll be spending some time with the the players and the, the fans and the team, and and uh, should be a good time, man. We're looking forward to spring training once again this year. So, happy birthday to Jake Arrieta. 33 years old today. Yes, Nick, thank you for pulling that, that up. By the way, on his Instagram account, uh, he made a video when uh, when uh, Bryce got the official contract yeah. and signed and everything. There's a video of Jake in black underwear, like, like bikini briefs with some kind of gold uh, designs on it. And he's just in his underwear sweeping up. I assume this is like a condo that he has down in Florida. Yeah. Uh, just cleaning up the place for when Bryce comes by. Yeah, just get it ready. <laughs> it's hilarious. Is that all that is? That's it. That's all it is. Just get, yeah. just get oh the house God. ready, Case. Oh it's just God. about 10 seconds of him sweeping the floor yeah. in bikini briefs. In black <laughs> bikini briefs. It's fantastic. And uh, and a pair of sandals. So, uh, happy birthday, Jake. 33 years old. He's got a great sense of humor. Let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, Wikipedia gets its name. Uh, from the Hawaiian word for what? Two one five two six three WMMR. We are going to go to Tom. Hey Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. So in Hawaiian, what is that word for Wikipedia? Uh, Wiki means fast. Fast. Yes. <laughs> Hang on a second, Tom. We're going to get your information. And I realize in hindsight, I should have known that because in. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Paul Rudd's character at one point goes, you know, we go wiki wiki. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I had no idea. What's Kunu mean? Uh, I don't know. Chuck. Looked it up on a web. It means Chuck. Yeah. 
I told my son recently I've got to show him that movie. It's so damn funny. But Wikipedia, yeah, wiki wiki. Uh, so Tom is going to get himself a four-pack of tickets to see the Philadelphia Wings take on the Buffalo Bandits Friday at the Wells Fargo Center. And that's during Fortnite Friday, powered by M3rd Street Gamers. You can get tickets at wingslax.com. Well, 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 at age 21, Kylie Jenner is officially the world's youngest billionaire According to Forbes, there's a big dust up over this, though. Whether she's self made, I was just going to say you exactly. didn't say self made. <laughs> On Tuesday, the magazine released its annual ranking of the planet's richest people for 2019 and announced that not only did Kylie crack the coveted list, but she became the youngest self made billionaire of all time. Uh, so, so I believe she is the youngest billionaire. She beat Zuckerberg. And, quote, unquote, the youngest self-made billionaire of all time. So Zuckerberg became a billionaire at 23, I think. Yeah, she's 21. So yeah. of the list of 2,153 billionaires, her slot is at number 2,057. Uh, the magazine credits her much of her success to Kyla Cosmetics, of course, which she founded in 2015 with just the lip kits. She soon expanded the line to include a whole range of cosmetics and also launched collabs with her sisters, Chloe and Kim. Uh, Kim is the second richest of the Car Jenner clan. Uh, she comes in around $350 million. So she's roughly a third wow. the value. Wow. Kylie. I, I would have thought Kim was up higher. Uh-huh. That is uh, that is a substantial difference. These, these numbers are always a bit of a ballpark. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they don't know everything. Right. Sometimes they get it wrong. But three hundred. So, the, but roughly, she, yeah, Kim's only got about a third. Of Jesus Christ! Is. So obviously, and and this is what people are contending here is that she had she was in a structure in an environment that was set to promote and and get every, anything she wanted to do yep. a big leg up. But when you see Kim. If she's really only at three hundred fifty million, I mean, only if you could put it in that context, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, at three hundred fifty million, uh, it, it's um, she, she picked products or she curated whatever she she did do something to get that boost. Uh, and, and by the way, she looks nothing like the little girl who used to be in the family. She's now an entirely different person and a billionaire to boot. Yeah. So very it's crazy. Steve, let me ask you, and I'm going to phrase this carefully, but yeah. who is the hardest working member of this clan? And I, uh, work, work is obviously uh, a, a relative term. I'm going to say Chris Jenner. Okay. Yeah, probably. Because she's, uh, she's the momager for all of them. Yeah. And she orchestrated and so much of it. She orchestrated this, this whole Kylie thing, this whole lip kit stuff. Yeah. So I guess Kylie has been the one. Oh, my God. I know. Kylie's been the one curating and making selections and so on and so forth. The one thing you cannot argue with is the economics on all of it. I mean, I mean, I mean you, can, at- you can debate how much dollars are actually there, but the they are generating revenue one way or another. So at the time when, uh, so Chris Jenner and and her husband was Robert Shapiro, and then o, then uh, she was going to have an affair with OJ, and then uh, obviously uh, uh, Bruce Jenner. I mean, she's always had money, but she's she's made this family so staggeringly wealthy, you know, just by stuff she picked up watching other people. I watched a special on her. I don't know how I got roped into it, but I did watch it. It's pretty amazing. I mean, she just has a knack for it. So, yeah, like you said, uh, many protest characterization of self-made while others protested. The protesters pointing out that Kylie has leveraged herself above and beyond her considerable opportunities and is literally hundreds of millions more than her similarly advantaged siblings. So So I I guess I I had a valid point there. If you take that into consideration, then, yeah, she's been able to do more with what 
they, their resources that the other people equally had uh, access to as well. I so, mean, Rob uh, was handled handed the keys to a perfectly lucrative sock empire, <laughs> which he squandered. Guy. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna carve wood. <laughs> you're doing socks. This is you're gonna you're gonna do socks. All right, uh, all right. So we're gonna give socks. We're gonna give you we're gonna give you a chainsaw, and you're gonna carve wood. Just stand over here. Poor fat bastard. <laughs> don't don't feel bad for him. Uh, yeah, don't. He's, nah, he's you know what? Okay. You're right. He's probably okay. <laughs> On a more lighthearted note, Kylie and Chloe uh, showed their sisterly love for each other uh, this week by hitting a roller skating rink oh. together. So the sisters see, went roller skating. Yeah, the old roller skating. Were there bear. cameras there? Yeah. If you have roller skating bear, yeah, Chloe. Uh, the pair, the the pair posted uh, cute videos of their exploits on Instagram stories. Uh, the sisters appeared carefree and happy, so despite serious bumps in their love lives as of late. Again, bear, whatever they did, whatever I, they did, yeah. was immediately promoted on the show and on their their vast social media. So yeah, carefree and happy. Yeah, when you got a billion dollars, <laughs> you can you can be carefree and happy. I'm so happy, and I don't know why. R. Kelly has tearfully and angrily denied allegations of sexual abuse in his first interview since his arrest last month. Chicago prosecutors have charged Kelly with 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse involving four alleged victims, three of whom were minors, and he pleaded not guilty to all charges and is currently out on bail. If convicted, he faced three to seven years in prison for each crime. The case follows the 2002 trial in which Kelly faced 21 counts of child pornography stemming from a sex tape with a girl who was alleged to be underage, and the jury eventually concluded that they could not prove that the girl on the tape was a minor, so he was found not guilty on all counts. And speaking to CBS reporter Gail King, uh, he said the earlier trial was being used to give the latest accusations credence. So we have a few different clips, I think. Just the one over, the one where he freaks out. All right, so then this is, uh, let let me... uh, uh, start with this. The, the accusations, he had said that the, the earlier trial uh, gives the latest accusations. Creed, he said they're going back to the past and they're trying to add all this stuff to now to that to make all of the stuff that's going on now feel real to people. The con- uh, but the past is relevant with you with underage girls, Gail had replied. And he said, absolutely, uh, no, it is not. So the contention here is that this series, which was focusing in on these women who are a number of them claiming that they were abused and held captive by R. Kelly caught a lot of traction. This is what John Legend was tweeting out about, and they were sort of celebrities started going after R. Kelly, yep. you know, saying he's a despicable person. And uh, and this whole dust up occurred that incited these charges to be brought. And so he's saying the weight of all that stuff that's highlighted in the show, which is from the past, is now hanging over this proceeding. But when you watch the show, there have been so many women and so many times yeah. he has been in an ar- – it's like the Neverland. It's like leaving Neverland. Yeah. How many times do you have see the same scenario play over and over and over again where you start to say, this guy's banging underage women? Let me play the clip for you. What? How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding – That's stupid, guys. I didn't Is this camera on me? Yes, it's on. That's stupid. All right, so what what he's he's reacting to is that um, he denied uh, accusations that he held women against their will. Yes, so that's, uh-huh. that's what he's talking about. Use your common sense. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my crazy past and what I've been through, 
Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement. Quit okay. playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. So uh, he denies it all. He stands up at one point. He's like, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's definitely... Uh, he was getting very emotional. Uh, the full interview is due to be played in two parts on CBS uh, this morning, today, and tomorrow. So there will be more coming so from that. During that part, Preston, just to calm him down, Gail King takes out her keys and jingles them. Oh. And then he gets distracted. That's okay. great. Yeah. Hey, those who knew Luke Perry continue to pay emotional tribute to him in the wake of his shocking death on a Monday. Of course, he suffered a massive stroke. They've uh, continued to suspend uh, production on Riverdale. Uh, but Shannon Doherty spoke out. She played opposite him in 90210. Yeah. She was the, the love interest. And uh, she shared her intense sadness and shock on Instagram yesterday. She wrote, yesterday morning, I got a call that devastated me. I am struggling with this loss and I'm having a hard time with my thoughts. But my heart goes out to his family and friends who were blessed by his light in their and my lives. Um, she added, uh, <clears throat> processing this is impossible right now. Uh, they reconnected in year, in recent years. As she was battling breast cancer, so they yeah. kind of... Uh, he reached out to her. Yeah, they yeah. kind of reconnected. My favorite um, Luke Perry story came from Ethan Embry. It's, uh, I'll just read it real quick because it was just a short tweet. He says, uh, I was at a party in 2005. I finally got up the nerve to walk over and start a conversation with Luke. He says, hey, man, my name's Ethan, and our kids go to school together. He said, no, not possible. I said, yeah, that my son is in your daughter's class. He goes, no, that's Luke. I'm Jason. Oh, that was Jason Priestley? <laughs> yes. Oh, my so God. So he went over to Jason Priestley. <laughs> funny. But listen, a lot of people sent me the Colin Hanks story that we, we had mentioned uh, later in the show yesterday. It was, Great, yeah. it was wonderful. So, all right, moving on. Uh, School of Rockstar. Joey uh, Gatos Jr. He's the one who played Zach, the guitar player. Like oh, that yeah. character so much. I, I did too. Yeah, and you can tell he was legitimately playing. Well, he's uh, stealing guitars oh. and uh, <laughs> trying to sell them. Um, so obviously, yeah. he wasn't able to parlay that success. He's facing felony charges in Florida for larceny and grand theft after cops busted him four times in the last five weeks for allegedly stealing guitars and an amplifier. I just watched this movie over this past week. I know. I still it's cool. Love it's a great movie. That movie. And and he was great in it. But according to cops, Joey's making a bad habit of walking into stores, asking to test guitars, and walking out with the instrument without paying and then unloading them at pawn shops. Uh, police say Joey's string of heists began earlier this year when he allegedly nabbed a blue Les Paul Epiphone Prophecy valued at 800 bucks, a black Fender Stratocaster worth 700 and a Gibson Les Paul Gold Top with a $1,900 price tag. Um, every good electric guitar needs an amp, so naturally he got busted stealing one of those, too. Uh, according to cops, Joey confessed, blamed a drug problem on it. However, I thought court, that was it. However, in court, he entered a, a not guilty plea for the guitars. He is yet to give a plea in the amp case. So you know, that's, that's blaming, unfortunate to hear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, but blaming it on a drug problem, it, it, it doesn't fix the situation. You know what I mean? of the crimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, fans have been glued to glimpses of footage of Game of Thrones final season. On Tuesday, they got their first look at the full trailer for the final season. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I try to stay away, stay from, away? from those, yeah. Oh, so you don't want me to pull it up because it's pretty great. I, uh, no, That's I right. saw the teaser and I liked yeah. it a lot. I, and maybe I'll watch it, but I, I don't want to know too much of what's going on. All right. uh, Maisie Williams is uh, Arya Stark, and uh, she introduces it saying, I know death He's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. And uh, then there are glimpses of Winterfell, Troops and Dragons with Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen approaching them. Wait. Uh, 
Game of Thrones appears Sunday, April 14th. Because the one I saw has a camel walking to an office asking what day it is. No, that's, that's a, Geico a Geico commercial. commercial. Oh, okay. Similar. You were, you were watching Jeopardy. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Hey, that's today, Mike, 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 Mike. And I wondered if he was one of those, like, snow walkers or whatever they call them. <laughs> white walkers? No, white walker. <laughs> no. Uh, Chris Harrison was shocked when Bachelor's Colton Underwood jumped the fence, as viewers can attest. That was, uh, I don't watch The Bachelor, but for some reason ABC was on when that happened the okay. other night. All and, right. and I was like, did that? And I'm just watching. I'm like. Did that dude just jump the fence? Well, explain and he, what happened. And he yeah. disappeared. Hello. Yeah. Jumping yeah. <laughs> over the fence. What exactly happened? Because I missed it. The normally calm and cool host was shouting Colton's name in the dark, and as he told E, the after the Bachelor, uh, women tell all. Uh, he was not camera ready when Colton made a run for it. He said, I happened to be there, and as you saw, I was kind of in street clothes, wasn't exactly dressed to go on. But when things started taking the direction that they were, and I saw him throw off his mic and start walking out, I'm like, let me go talk to him. So I start walking down the driveway. Oh, wait, I think I know. So he was going to, he had picked the woman he was going to lose his virginity to, correct? Oh, and I have no she, idea. And I think that's the case. She passed on it. She turned him down, okay. and I think that's what this is based on. I I didn't I didn't catch this. I usually will will check it out when I hear something's been sort of a big blow up on the show. But I think that's what precipitated this. He goes, he said. So uh, I start walking down the driveway about a hundred yards or so, and I thought, okay, well, there's this fence, and he's going to stop. And you saw what happened. He was. I up- don't love you. I don't love you. I don't love you. <laughs> he was up and over. It was pretty spectacular. Where are you going? He said uh, after a few minutes. I don't- he said after a few minutes, I quickly realized we lost The Bachelor. Uh, like, we don't know where he is at all. And we're yelling and we're running around. And I thought I heard him. Colton th- hungry. <laughs> he said, I thought I heard some dogs. So Doggy. I'm, so I'm spreading down the street. <laughs> What'd you hear? Puppy, puppy. Doggy. Uh, and he you said, You love me, doggy. So I'm sprinting down the street. <laughs> he just found a random dog. Kitty cat. <laughs> Actually, he was escaping the compound. <laughs> he said, I'm sprinting down the street. Automobile. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> so soft. <laughs> oh, scary doggy. Happy doggy. Kitty cat! Oh! Doggy see kitty cat! Uh, Doggy not like kitty cat! Wait, what's that? Oh, that's oh, a dog. I rub doggy belly. <laughs> now I pour him drink. <laughs> oh, he's drinking water. <laughs> Why do we have this? Colton happy now. Colton won't be back on show. Oh, it says dog imitate siren. Oh. I thought it would just be the dog, but. <laughs> Doggy make funny sound. <laughs> anyway, he said. Colton we're... forget why he ran away. <laughs> he said we're yelling and we're running around and I thought I heard him. Thought I heard some dogs, so I sprinted down the street. Is that a dog? Yeah. Colton, new friend. And he said, and I'm yelling his name 
like a lunatic. And then I'm calling back to the United States, like, guys, what are your thoughts? I guess they were out of the country. Can you can you check, Nick, if that was actually the scenario that caused him to jump the fence? Okay. If if it was in fact that he was because you know he's, he's a virgin. That's the big thing, the big yeah. sell this season. He said, "I'm uh, like at some point we have to call the authorities. We decided that we were going to uh, give it about uh, five more minutes, and we were going to call the cops." Uh, the Bachelor's two night finale, by the way, airs next Monday and Tuesday, eight p.m., and that is on ABC. So, what country were they in? I don't know. That's what I just asked. I said, uh, I guess they were out of the country, Portugal, so. I guess. In Portugal, okay. Yeah. And uh, now Nick has to pay a dollar to continue reading the Washington Post <laughs> well, the subscription. Yeah. There's an I article on the Washington Post, Steve, so if you want to break it down. Okay. Uh, Colton finally jumps the fence. Let's break down every fragile moment. Uh, but you got to pay a dollar. Uh, you got to pay for a subscription to the Washington Post. Colton so. don't have dollar. We're not going to do that now. Uh, we are going to move on to this. Run is what Kate Beckinsale's ex-love Matt Reif's advice for her current love interest Pete Davidson is. Uh, so, yeah, he said, advice for Pete, man-to-man, run, he told wow. TMZ. Yeah. He said, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. He said, I hope they're both happy. No, bang it first. I, yeah. hope, I hope that it can build to where it's an established good relationship. Really? But then you say run. Uh, yeah. He's 23 years old, by the way, this this guy, right? So she really likes the younger guy. So, yeah. So Pete Davidson's 20 years younger than she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the pictures of them making out at the basketball game. Uh, they were making good, out? Yes. Yeah, full on good song, good on. for yeah. him. So they they do that on purpose. Of course they do. Who of course makes they do. out at a basketball game? Well, Here you go. Look at that. Look at Kate Beckinsale for F's sake. Let's give him something. Yeah. You know, they're whispering. Come on, let's do it. Let's give him something. They want it, right? I'll tell you what. I'm going to put my hand under your coat and and take care of you. Oh, my God. How old is she? 47? Oh, I don't know. I I didn't realize she was... I thought she was like forties. That maybe Nick's looking it up right now, so we'll find out in a minute. Yeah, 45. Uh, she's 40, 45 years old. So yeah, I'm sorry, forty year old people don't make out. That, <laughs> don't I do think that. they're at a hockey game, but either way, uh, they don't make out like that in public. No, Kate Beckinsale does. He's well because she's putting on a show. Yeah, putting on a show, probably a screw loose too. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's going on. That's Crazy the, and hot. That's the advice. Uh, Chanel's show on Tuesday was filled with stars and emotion and was a final tribute to the iconic brand's late designer, Carl Lagerfeld. Uh, he died February 19th of cancer, of course. After a minute of silence, one of the designer's muses, Cara Delevingne, stepped onto the runway in one of uh, his final Alpine designs. I've come back. <laughs> <laughs> he would be he would be perfect to to uh climb up out of the grave. I defy death. I have returned to the runway. Scary looking guy. <laughs> he uh, dressed like that. He always dressed yeah. in a very Count Dracula sort of way. Very dramatic. It almost looked like he got it out of a prop department. Yeah. All the way up to the all chin. To the chin and the and, whole thing. Yep. Yeah, Dark would, glasses. Yep. The light hurts me. Uh, the finale featured several models, including uh, Kaya Gerber and one of his uh, favorite celebs, Penelope Cruz. Who, I think Kaya who Gerber carried a single white rose. Kaya Gerber, I think, is Cindy Crawford's daughter. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the stars came out for a tribute to Carl Lagerfeld. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry reunited with Kate Middleton and Prince William amid rumors of tensions between the so-called Fab Four. They are they're slingers, Preston. Are they slingers? Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> In those commercials, <laughs> two cats have come over and sing with us tonight. 
Uh, the royal foursome got together again to pay tribute to Prince Charles at a party in honor of his 50th anniversary as being invested as the Prince of Wales. So you have parties over how long you've been a prince. Yeah. Uh, Queen Elizabeth hosted the uh, the soiree for her 70-year-old son, uh, Megan, who is expecting her first child in late April, Don, and Amanda Wakely Whitecoat over a brocade knee-lengthy dress. Mm. Uh, she also wore nude heels, Ooh. and Kate wore a pale green dress with ruffled sleeves and cream heels. Aww, Short. Cute. Stockings, <laughs> panties, mm-hmm. garter belt, conical-shaped bra. Uh, so the foursome was last seen together last year on Christmas Day. They went hatchet throwing. Uh, since Megan joined the royal family <laughs> following her May wedding uh, to Harry. It's off to the go-kart racetrack. She has. <laughs> and I held it round it. I'm afraid it'll be insulable. She's reportedly shaking things up with reports of tensions and a few staff major defections. I, I go back to Steve. There was a Daily Rush video. We were talking about a tradition where they wear paper hats at the at the table. <laughs> yes, and your your impression of these upper crusty royals. Look, look at us. We look like poor people. We look like the common field. <laughs> wearing cheap hats and paper. <laughs> poor people use paper, don't they? <laughs> Oh, jeez. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm going to pretend, look, I'm going to eat my mashed potatoes with my hands the way the poor people do. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that's what they do from time to time. They'll just pretend it's there. I swear, they're almost human. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, they got together. And by the way, on news of the baby, the Duchess of Sussex uh, dished on her future baby. Uh, she said, "Future baby." Yeah, Megan reportedly said to a guest from Cardiff, Wales, "I look different than when you saw me last." Uh, the man replied, "Well, how are you doing?" I'm sure everyone is asking. She said, "No, actually, it's very sweet. It's very sweet, nurturing thing to ask, and we're nearly there." She said, so, "Now, shut up." So things are going along for her. So apparently, and obviously, this uh, this double date um, is meant also to show that they are getting along because. Yeah. I believe that. Of course the tabloids want to position them as contentious because it sells papers. Yeah, exactly. Like the common people read. All right, we're ready to move on to clips. So Whiskey Cavalier follows an FBI agent and CIA operative duo as they lead a team of spies and periodically save the world. Never heard of the show. In this clip, Lauren Cohen talks about what drew her to uh, to play the role. I knew it was going to be a good time. I knew it was going to be a chance for me to explore different things. And she's a smart character. The characters in it are smart and they're they're human and real. And, you know, Frankie especially, she's just kind of like the steely woman. But she's fun to sort of unravel. And she's sort of the cynical dude. I want to see you naked. It's interesting. She's uh, she's British American. Just the, the slightest hint of accent there. Yeah. Not very much. It sounded almost uh, Australian. Australian. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same thing. In tonight's episode, we take on Jenga. Whiskey. Oh. She was born uh, born right here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Get out of here. Yeah. She was born in... Yeah, I was born in Kensington. <laughs> Where was she... Uh, does it say anywhere about that? No, I'll look, look up... Uh, I'll look or up how long she lived here? Born That's January 7th, 1982 in Philadelphia, PA. Wow. Okay. Whiskey Cavalier airs tonight at uh, 10 p.m. on ABC. Let's do the next clip. Captain Marvel follows Carol Danvers as she becomes the universe's most powerful hero while Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war. In this clip, Brie Larson talks about what she loves most about her character. I love that 
she was a superhuman before she was a superhero, that she has like real skills and sass and confidence and is very capable as a human being before she's able to like shoot stuff out of her hands. And I love that she's flawed. I love the fact that because she's a risk taker, you watch someone that also then falls in their face because they're swinging big. That feels very relatable to me. <laughs> wow. Wasn't expecting that. I uh, saw it again for the second time last night. Oh, I actually, Steve, enjoyed it more the second time than I did the first time. Okay. You know what I had? A I heart- thought it was good. The first time I've just seen it once, I thought it was good. You know, the main scroll guy, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't place it. I yes. was like, I don't know who that is. Ben Mendelsohn? And it's Ben Mendelsohn. You do know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's great. Because he also plays, uh, he plays two different parts, one in makeup and one out, out of yeah, makeup. Yeah, he's in Rogue so. One, Kathy. He's in Bloodline. He's Danny. He's yep. the brother in Bloodline. Yep. He's a really good actor. Now, um, I saw I saw it last night as well, and, and I loved it. Preston, I think you're really going to like it a lot. It, I, it, as Steve was saying yesterday, it's, it's a standalone. Uh, for the most part, but it's really well done. I will. Uh, I'm going to try to get out and see it this weekend. Why'd you see it again? Uh, I took the kids last night. Oh, cool! Yeah, nice. Yeah. Did they like it? Uh, they they loved it, and Excellent. it was awesome driving home from the theater because we were going through all all the movies, all of the movies. That's what and I I'm do like, with my sons when we go see these movies. We break down discussion everything on the way home. Well, it's there, great. There is a conduit element to this where you're seeing um, you're seeing characters um, pre. Uh, Movies that you've already seen because this is this is a uh, this is in the nineties. Uh, it takes place in the nineties, and it's very cool the way they integrate them. I really am. Over the next two months, I'm going to have to go through all of the Avengers movies. I, I'm 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 about to uh, detonate from excitement yeah. about Endgame, yeah. uh, and then we were talking. Nick and I were talking this morning about you know that officially then will kick off. The phase two of the MCU, uh, yeah. of the Marvel Universe, and where they're taking that. And Preston, yeah. again, the longstanding rumor, X-Men and um, the Avengers. Coming together somehow Coming together. I'd be, I'd be happy with that. I'd be cool with it. Captain Marvel opens on Friday, by the way. And there you go. That's what I have for you this morning in our entertainment report. Secret text word today. We have a chance to win a four-pack at sea matchroom boxing. March 15th, Leah Core Center, text word secret to 39333. We'll bounce word back to you, see if you can win later. I'm also a grab random texter. Um, I would like to give away some beer for caller number 25. If you're interested, get on the horn, 215-263-WMMR. Go a few rounds with Yards Brawler. Uh, the Philly beer with knockout flavor. Knockout! Look for it in the orange case, wherever fine beers are sold, including the beer mill in Westchester. So get on board, give us a call. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. A lot to get to today. Your chance to win some cash coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. And I'll give you the details when we return. Stay with us. Become an MMR VIP. Get early access to concert pre-sales, special deals, and VIP-only contests. You'll get our newsletter about twice a month, most of which you'll find worthwhile. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Oh, good for you. Hey, by the way, Nick pulled up the Clearwater five-day forecast on Sunday. It'll be 80 degrees Mm. in uh, Clearwater. Today, (laughs) not so warm. It's 60 degrees. What's the temperature going to be like at 4 o'clock in the morning? Well, right now it's it's 44 degrees. Uh, But today's high is only 60. By the time we get there, it should be be better. I remember. But I'm still showing up. Hey, Florida. Bringing a jacket because we were... 
freezing jacket. For I'm, the first three hours of the show. I'm not kidding. I brought extra hand warmers, or I bought extra hand warmers when we went to the Cardboard Classic. I'm bringing them. Mm. I finally got smart, and I brought in a light jacket here into the studio. You did. For like around 930 you when, when, the, when, when they turn the, the, the walk-in cooler <laughs> yeah. temperature on. When we turn into a fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, we're looking forward to, uh, to Florida next week. If you're headed down there. Uh, if you come to the game, please uh, stop by uh, before the game because we're going to be over in the, the Tiki Bar area. We'd love to see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we will be hanging. Uh, by the way, uh, Marissa, uh, hopefully she's feeling better. Uh, had a procedure yesterday. Finally got that labiaplasty done. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's doing much, much better. <laughs> Didn't hurt as much as I expected. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No, she had you, you had some oral surgery. So uh, Marissa's kind of... She's like half her face. You look like you had a stroke. Like Thank half you. your face. Oh, dude! I texted. No, I mean half yeah. your face doesn't move. You know. Yeah, it, uh, I try to smile and only half of it. You know, and I say this in an adorable way. You have you have a little like a chipmunk chip thing going on. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I have to say hi to all the doctors at uh, Penn uh, University of Pennsylvania on on Eighth and Spruce because they are amazing and huge fans of the show. So. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Even the girl that couldn't find my vein. So Marissa <laughs> coming. She, she, no, she, I love her. She was really sweet. Guys. She had the date scheduled to be off today. Yes, uh, for, she came for in. Recovery, but came in anyway. So well, she's our hero, official yeah. hero of the day. Yes. Thanks. Can I get a cheer? Yeah. Yay! Oh, cheer for myself. Do you want a uh, shard? We can hook you. We up. can do that. All right. Oh, and by the way, that crinkling noise is her oh, yeah, gigantic mine. ice bag. <laughs> Bigger than a head. Hold on her face. So, all right. Well, hang. bag of medicines in the back. Hang in there, Marissa. I, uh, I have not done this in a while, but I used to do this. I would have ideas fairly regularly in the evening. Now, when they would occur to me, it was usually um, some type of a creative idea that I would have. Normally, it would happen right as I'm about to fall asleep. As I am just drifting off into slumberland, semi-lucid, I would have an idea for, and it was usually show-oriented, yeah. either a topic or a contest or something like that. And if I would wait till the next morning, I would always forget it, always, right. no matter when. I'm like, damn it, why did I not write that down? And I'd dig around in my head and never, ever, ever could figure out what I had in mind. And so I started keeping a notepad this before smartphones were as sure. uh, readily available as they were. And I would jot down just a couple of words to remind me what the idea was so I wouldn't miss out. And sometimes it yeah. left some pretty cool stuff. I did the uh, same thing. That we could do on the show. And then I started using my phone, and I would just say, you know, tell Siri to set a reminder. Right. And and then I would... It's a little clearer. Say, yeah, exactly. So uh, I saw... That's why it, uh, I could relate completely to this article that was in BuzzFeed. And it was a... There was one tweet that, that kicked off a string of these that people responded to. And people were sharing genius ideas that came to them in dreams. Okay? In dreams. So this would be while wow, people were falling asleep and they would wake up uh-huh. with this great idea and they would write it down. Well, we just had sort of a, a, a situation. Nick wants to cast Shaquille O'Neal. In no. The, yeah. no, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley oh, yeah, in the Shaq's Marvel birthday. franchise. But in, in my dream, uh, Charles fit right into the Avengers. And uh, so if I had written that down, I probably would have pitched that. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes when you write these things down, especially if you've been full on in REM sleep mode, yes. uh, it may not be exactly what you thought you wrote down. And when you see it the next day, it's kind of interesting. So the one that kicked it all off was this guy, Andrew, had tweeted out, woke up in the middle of the night to write down something pressing and important. Check my notes, and it said, some form of ancient mop. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Some it. form of ancient mop was yes. so pressing, yeah. he had to write that down. Right. And it made awesome. no sense to him whatsoever <laughs> the next day upon seeing it. You would think it would trigger some yeah. type of memory. Ancient mop. Of course, yeah. Yes. I, I got it now. Some New invention. form of ancient mop. Right. I wonder, I mean, I truly wonder that if he was really able to write down, like, like really what it was that he was dreaming about and you know not just these you know english words that you, you right. know what i mean like this this truncated version of what he was thinking about if it was actually a really good idea because well, i never had, know, you know we, we'll we, never all, know we yeah, will never know we've you all will. had these these yep. these just amazing ideas that once you fully wake up and then you're able to sort of put those thoughts to words is like God. oh I just invented a computer, <laughs> but know? but like, but it seems. But I've had those. Well, I'm like, this is life changing. Yeah. This could this could uh-huh. help my fellow man. Yes, uh, this it's freaking idea. amazing. And it just turns out to be right. Oh man, that was a stupid <laughs> idea. There, there are, there are already barbecues. <laughs> yeah, I had such hope. Sure. And uh, so there's a few more. It's a bit people, of a letdown. People started sharing them. Uh, here's another one that says, I once dreamt of the perfect episode of The Bill, which I guess is a show. I don't okay. know. Okay. Woke up at 3 a.m. <laughs> Remembered the whole story, big twist, spent ages writing down the whole thing, and in the morning, I excitedly reached for my pad, and all it said was, a man throws a brick through a window, but it's a different man. (laughs) (laughs) Means absolutely nothing to this. It's not the same man, it's a different man. Absolutely nothing to this. Here's another one that said, the secret of life revealed itself to me in a dream, and I... (laughs) I groggily scribbled it down. The next morning, I found the words, night skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Night skirt? (laughs) So he was so moved to, I have to record this for posterity. I guess. Night skirt. (laughs) And I guess it was important in his dream or seemed lucid at the time. Here's another one that says, I had uh, written down the perfect idea for a Bond plot. Ah, now I'm a big Bond fan. I'm curious. Imagined submitting it to uh, MGM and UA and Daniel Craig, nodding nodding approvingly. The next morning, the pad reads, Bond gets a dog. That's also a gadget. (laughs) (laughs) Preston, I got to tell you. Your delivery of these ideas is really, really Thank good. You, sir. Thank uh, you, sir. Hang on, though. Night skirt got me thinking. Oh, no. Okay, hang on. And if I say this out loud, the idea is fully mine. You're not allowed to steal it. Yeah. All right. Try to enforce that. Um, Kathy, have you ever heard of anything like a towel that uh, is like a, a skirt as well, like an elastic towel? Yeah, right. well, they so, have. I have one that goes like around, um, like underneath my arms, my armpits. So it's like a more of like a dress than a skirt. And you have to step into it. Uh, you step into it and, and pull it up. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Okay. So mind. like, but it's towel <laughs> material. So if you're, you know, you've kind of you dried off, and now you just want to. I use it to get ready. Could you could you change with it? Like if you were at the beach or something like that, and you needed to change, would it cover you completely? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You ever yeah, seen yeah, people yeah. change under a towel? Yes, it covers. You could you change completely. under that. And you know what? It was a... Um, that's a towel dress. I need a towel skirt. Yeah, that's... No, m- yeah, mine is... I mean, it could be used as a skirt, but it was a promotional item that somebody, uh, one of the movie companies sent here. I think it was... It was years ago. No, it was years ago. I think it was The Simple Life. I think it was Paris Hilton, okay. Hilton oh. and Nicole Richie. Okay. Well, wait, so I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I don't mean to divert. How do you change under that or something like that? Well, if you pulled it up to your shoulders. Oh, I got you now. Okay. That, that way your oh, arms... Me? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, well, that's easy. No, if you if it's underneath your arms, you just you put the bra on over oh, okay. it. That's how I would do it, and then slip it off, and you know it's it's covering your bottom, so you just pull on pants oh. or underwear. Oh, or I guess that does make sense. Okay, yeah. I was uh, like a little Houdini. You are. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Uh, this this is uh, a girl who wrote down. I woke up and used voice notes to record what I was sure was the greatest melodic idea I'd ever had. I listened back to it in the morning, <laughs> and it was Royals by Lord. <laughs> that one was already taken. Uh, here's another one that says, uh, I did that for a while, meaning writing down yeah. what they thought or what they woke up to after a dream. I did that for a while while I was younger, and once I had written down, Big Army Tent Soccer Balls. <laughs> Well, you're trying to refine it to what you believe at that time in your semi-lucid state is the most efficient way to give you what you need to be reminded of it in the morning. So the things you felt that person felt were important at the time, the large tent and the soccer balls, how they are uh, uh, paired up. What they mean for each other, no one knows. And by the way, Nick found some really good uh, um, examples of... Night skirts? No, oh. not night skirts. Great ideas that people had come to them in dreams. So really? I'll, I'll I want to hear that. I'll get to those yes. in a moment. So here's another one. Uh, it says, uh, some years back, this is uh, Phil, a guy named Phil writing this, I woke with the realization that I'd understood the meaning of life. Wrote it down. I went back to sleep feeling incredibly peaceful. And in the morning, I found, written down, it's all a matter of hemi-demi-semi-quavers. <laughs> Hemi, demi, semi quavers. It's all about sounds. That's the meaning of life. Yes. Uh, according to the dream that he had. <laughs> you know. Oh, here's, here's another good one. It says, had a writer friend, you know, an author. Yeah, yeah. Who woke up in great excitement to check his notebook. He had written down something about monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You, and this, by the way, this is sort of a uh, an admonishment that while you in your semi-lucid state, try to realize that as explanatory as you think you are, you need to be that much more. Yeah. Go the extra mile and, and throw in a verb. Like if it's just <laughs> night skirt, yeah. throw in a verb. Yeah. yeah. Let me go to Shelly here. Hey, Shelly, good morning. Morning. Hey, what's up, Shelly? I have something sort of like that, but it's my husband who says ridiculous things in his sleep. Okay. And I wake up and write them down. Oh. All right. So, so, and then, and then you'll, will you read them back to him in the morning? Yes. <laughs> or often he wakes up when I wake up and write them down, then I tell him what he just said. Oh, my God. Uh, Does I, he, I, g- g- give us one if you have a good one. Just wash it and fold it over. <laughs> just wash, wash it and fold it over. <laughs> I and have... then, of course, you're sitting there going, what? The oh, what? It... And one of them was, the poor bastard will just have to make do with a silk umbrella. <laughs> the, the poor bastard will just have to make do with a silk umbrella. <laughs> so you're actually writing these down. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Wait, do you have any more? Yes. And once he woke up, stuck his arm in the air, and said, "Oh, f Captain Pike, <laughs> Captain Pike from Star Trek." <laughs> Star Trek. Oh my gosh, Shelly, that's phenomenal. Shelly, are you reading these, or do you do, uh, do you just remember these? No, I wrote them down. <laughs> if I don't wake up and write them down, I forget them in the morning. Oh, that's brilliant. But Casey's wondering if you still have them written down in, in a log somewhere, and you're reading from them right now. 
They're in my phone. Oh, they're, they're in your phone. phone. That's a perfect way to do it. Send these to me. Because I, I, my, my wife will do this from time to time. And I have tweeted Thanks them so. out. It, it is just so funny because I will then engage her. Because yeah. at first at first I think she's actually awake. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, what you're saying literally makes no sense. So... We're gonna have a little fun with this. Have you ever been? Have you ever been walking out of say if you're you're sitting there watching TV, you nod off or she mm-hmm. nods off, and you you come out of it and say something, and then you realize you haven't said anything germane to the conversation that was going on because you nodded off, but you try to reintegrate it back into the conversation <laughs> sure. to hide the fact you nodded off. Oh yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. So the other night I yeah. I, I just blurted out Tom Cruise. Are you serious? I swear to God. <gasps> yeah, I think it's, we're watching the Leah Remini Scientology thing. Yeah, yeah, and okay. I get, yeah. All right. So, so I'm like, so t- Tom Cruise. <laughs> And then and they go. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I really tried to bury it in the joke. And, and, and it's like when uh, Darren McGavin in, in a Christmas story looks at the, uh, you know, hey, they, they just shot they, they, the grizzly bear was outside the candy store. Uh, you know, they just look at you like what? I had a buddy of mine spent the night in my house, and I remember we were asleep, and all of a sudden I just I he woke me up by speaking, and, and he just goes. <laughs> I can't find the pancakes. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm like, what? And he says, again, I can't find the pancakes. And at that point, I realize he's talking to his sleep. Right, yeah. So like you, Casey, <laughs> yeah. I just, I dive right into I'm like, were they blueberry pancakes? Or And, and then he, he starts to engage yeah. and goes, what? He goes, he throws what back at me. Yeah. And then he wakes up and realizes yeah, yeah, he's yeah. mumbling and then, uh, you know, passed back for, out. Preston, for as much as I love the legitimacy of that, where you're in that, that, that again, that semi-lucid sleep state and you start, you, you'll blurt them out or someone else will blurt them out. I'm sick to death now, in case I know you watch uh, America's Funny Home Videos. I'm sick and tired of the people coming back from dental surgery now. Yeah, yeah. With their drug. It's been done. Yeah. But, the last but when one... it's happening organically out of yeah. sleep, it, I think it's so much funnier. Well, the last one on Sunday, though, because they go, oh, you're on drugs. Wait, I'm on drugs? I promised my mom I would never do drugs. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Here's a couple uh, a couple more of these great ideas that people had. They woke up in the middle of the night and wrote it down and then realized the next morning that it was garbage. And then I want to hear the, some legitimate. Yeah. This one says, woke up, once woke up in the middle of the night, laughing, and wrote down why. <laughs> Checked in the morning, and it said, pretend there's a door. <laughs> <laughs> Which seemed hilarious to this person at the time. Uh, I like this one. It says, well, I once dreamt my mom was a faceless stone statue who danced for the Nazis. And according to my notes. She was a golem. And according to my notes was, quote, wearing a dress which is bigger than it actually is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, let so, me, uh, let, let's see here. here you want to go to the other ones? Yeah, pull up the yeah. legitimate ideas that the, people have had. These are great ideas that have come to people in yeah. their sleep. Yeah, and you'll, Steve, you'll know all of these ideas. But yeah. What you didn't know probably is that they came How uh, they from came a dream. Them. Yeah. All right. James Cameron was fighting a 102 degree fever when a vision of a robot dragging itself along the floor with a knife came to him in his sleep. And of course, that was the brainstorm for, uh, the Terminator. Terminator. Yep. Wow. And uh, so he had that Paul McCartney was 22 when he woke up to, quote, a lovely tune in my head and thought, that's great. And I wonder what it is. He got up and uh, picked the abyss. Pick the tune. What's that? Oh, that's James Cameron's film. Sorry. Uh, picked the tune out on the piano, but was convinced that it must have been something that he heard years ago and sub- uh, subconsciously remembered it. But after further investigation revealed that it was a McCartney original, he jotted down some lyrics 
And it eventually turned into yesterday. Wow! So yesterday came to him in a dream. So when he re- when he woke up, he was he was thinking, "Oh, I must have heard it before," yeah. not realizing he had written it. Yeah. Uh, Mary Shelley was hanging out with her husband, uh, Lord Byron, and some other literary notables when they decided to have a writing contest. Uh, Mary was stuck until she went to bed for the night, and what she had, what was called a waking dream of a hideous phantasm of a man stretched out and then on the working of some powerful engine, shows signs of life and stir with uneasy half-vital motion. Of course, that was Frankenstein's monster. If you watch the movie The Bride of Frankenstein, uh-huh. it begins with Mary Shelley. It starts with her, the author, recounting the story that she, you know, recounting that that whole story. So, I, yeah, that that makes I'm sense. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson had a similar problem. The stories weren't coming, and he knew he wanted to write about a, the dual life of a man, but had no idea how to go about it. Was frustrated that no plot was presenting itself. He closed his eyes. He said, "On the second night, I dreamt the scene." At the window and a scene afterwards split in two in which uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde appeared. Hyde for some, uh, it was uh, in which Hyde for some crime took the powder and underwent the change in the presence of his pursuers. God, so these these legendary things are invented and it just kills me because I think I told you this, Kathy, about five years ago I had a dream where I rolled over and I, and I, and I was asleep. And I jotted down Kylie lip kits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it ha- I didn't understand shame. what it meant. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a real shame. On, on this list, Preston, I, I love number eight and number 10. All right, number eight, uh, it says Jack Nicholas's golf swing. <laughs> uh, the subconscious isn't just a creativity factory, it's a sports clinic, too. Nicholas figured out why his game was off after he dreamed uh, that he was owning the links in a way he hadn't for a while. Uh, after analyzing the dream, the six-time Master Champ realized that he was gripping the club differently in the dream than he did in real life. He said, I tried it the way I did in my dream, and it wow. worked. Let me ask you something, and I, uh. bet, I bet you've had a similar situation to this, Preston. You are involved in a video game, and you're asleep. Oh, yeah. And in your sleep, a solution to something that you're working on, a puzzle in the video mm-hmm. game, comes to you. It did to me with Tomb Raider twice. No kidding. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had the solution dream. Yeah. But I have dreamt about games, and that's when I realize you're, <laughs> you're playing, playing too much. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's permeating. you, you got to back off the game for a little bit. Uh, the shape and structure of DNA eluded scientists until 1953 when Dr. James Watson had a dream that made him consider the double helix. Night skirt. Uh, <laughs> what? Double helix. Uh, <laughs> Double helix. According to his alma mater, Indiana University, the dream was of two intertwined serpents with the heads at opposite ends, uh, though other accounts say the dream was of a double-sided staircase. Uh, but that's where he came that's up with the idea. double-headed dildo. <laughs> uh, let me read a couple of more of these examples yeah. from uh, from tweets, uh, But but I love these. This one says... Uh, I once did the same as far as writing something down. When I checked the piece of paper in the morning, it said, must write this down. (laughs) (laughs) No, they missed the point. And that was it. And then, (laughs) I love this one. Uh, Somebody said, the most satisfying message tool and how to use it. I was convinced that this was the best idea. So I wrote the whole thing down and went happily back to sleep. In the morning, it read... Octopus beaks. <laughs> <laughs> octopus beaks. Now, an octopus does have a beak. I know. Yeah. But what do you do with that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They, they just seem to be forgetting the part. The part. Verb. The, Throw in a verb. Yes. That makes it yeah. this great idea. Oh, my God. 
so keep that in mind. Your 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 brain is always churning away while you're sleeping, cranking out <laughs> some ideas. But try to remind yourself to write down fully what the idea is. Should you have some type of a genius moment in the middle of the night? <laughs> Just thought those were interesting. Hey, we have a chance for you to win some money. I'm going to tell you how to do this, and we got to take a break because we're going live on Fox Good Day in just a little yes. while. Uh, but we have what's called Catch Casey's Cash. It's a chance for you to win 500 bucks this morning at Metro by T-Mobile in Northeast Philly. The, the location is 2201 Cotman Avenue. It's from 9 to 10. So all you have to do is go by there. You don't have to be in a big hurry. you got a whole hour during that time to get over. And inside, we will have a word. You can ask the staff or the MM Army members that will be there. Uh, what this particular word is, and then you text it at 39333 between 9 and 10 a.m., and we'll have, you may win $500. We're going to grab a random text to win 500 bucks, but you have to go by that location, Metro by T-Mobile, 2201 Cotman Avenue in Philadelphia. It's a shopping center at Cotman and Bustleton, just to give you an idea. So that is today. If you happen to be, if your travels are taking you by there, perfect. You're good to go. If it's gonna, not going to be too far out of your way, swing by there at some point this morning. And uh, enter to win. But that's between 9 and 10. Just a heads up. We're going to take a break. Like I said, Fox, good day. And uh, I have a special themed Bizarre File when we return. Yes. And I'll reveal that theme when we get back. Friday, March 15th, the Preston and Steve Show will broadcast live from Philly's spring training. We got uniforms and everything. It's really great. They'll be talking more than just bases and balls. Scheduled guests include Coach Gabe Kapler, Charlie Manuel, Reese Hoskins, and more. For MMR fans flocking south to Clearwater, meet up with the show after their broadcast at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion in left field. Then catch the Phils and the Blue Jays. Tickets available at phillies.com. Preston and Steve live from Philly Spring Training, sponsored by Xfinity. Stay connected during the biggest moments of every game with Xfinity Internet and 93.3 WMMR. WMMR. Everything that rocks. Yeah, we've got a couple minutes before we're going to go live on Fox Good Day, so a few things to let you know. We have a chance for you to win Casey's Cash today. It's called Catch Casey's Cash at the T-Mobile in Northeast Philly. The location is 2201 Cotman Avenue. That's the shopping center at Cotman and Bustleton. Mm-hmm. Between 9 and 10, if you stop by there this morning... There will be a word on display that you can then text to us, and you'll be in the running to win $500. It's that it's easy. And it's only this morning between 9 and 10 a.m., so keep that in mind. If you're swinging by that way, perfect for you just stopping and do that. Now, I also want to mention that we have the new Daily Rush video up of President's Seat Cardboard Classic 2019. Yes! I have not seen it yet, but I have seen Nick Murphy and uh, his video staff working on it the past few days. The coverage is it amazing. Looks fantastic. It does. It does. Uh, and uh, there's all kinds of crazy, awesome moments. I have not watched it yet, but I know because we were there that are going to be represented in the video. I predict this video will help this next year. With uh, It'll skip up the numbers of attendees, yep. and it'll skip up the interest in the media of coming down and covering it. You can watch it now on PrestonandSteve.com. By the way, there's a bonus video. Marissa, we never did reveal that yesterday. I'll get that up. Okay. Uh, we, we need to show it to Casey first. Oh, I can't wait to see this. I <laughs> yeah. hope it is what I think it is. It is. I okay. think it is, yes. <laughs> okay. And it's brilliantly done. Is it really? So, oh, that's great. When it's up and running, we will let you know for the public to see, but Casey's got to see it first. There's a little bonus <laughs> video. But you can go and watch any of the uh, Preston and Steve Daily Rush videos now at PrestonandSteve.com, and it is sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar. But if you want to get an idea of what Cardboard Classic is like, especially under optimum conditions, check that out today. We should be hearing music 
within the next few seconds, and that will mean we are going live on Fox Good Day this morning. So we'll see what these guys want to talk about. And there is said music. Hey, Preston, Steve, uh, let's punch you guys up right now. Hi. Hi. Do <laughs> you know what the silent, you know, what's up, what's up? You know yes. what the silent thing is? Okay, do it. Do it on the screen here. It, all right, Preston, you want to do it first? Oh, like a, like a, uh, a gesture to someone? It's very silent. Yeah. So if you're hey. if you're walking in the hall and you just see somebody, you might go like, like that. What's up? That's it. Quick uh, the lazy yeah. man's wave. It's an, it's an upward nod. Yeah. Uh, with, Dude. With a, with a fairly... Um, I'd say a, a plain look on your face, a nondescript look. Yeah. A- inclusive, though, like, yeah, we, we know. You know. You feel yeah. me. Yeah, and a, just a simple passing thing, so you're not always saying, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. I see guys do it a lot. Preston, what do you think? It's, what, what is it about? Just acknowledgement of another human being? It's acknowledgement. It's not revealing too much. I think you're. I think it's a safe way of just uh, acknowledging another person, and you don't want to look goofy. Uh, you yeah. don't. You don't want to try to look too. I don't know. Hey, how are you? Yeah, yeah. I exactly. see it more as a statement of intense homoerotic attraction. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Steve's got a different well. approach on that. I had one of our interns the other day because we we have uh, several people that work here, and as I'm walking by. You know, sometimes I just you just want to acknowledge them. We're we're doing our job; they're doing their job. And there's one of our interns here that apparently I make this face too, and I didn't know. <laughs> really? And she put it to me. Let's so, see it. So I go like this. I go like that. <laughs> oh, that's and, and she weird. goes, she goes. You know that you look at me like someone does a baby when they see it. Like, <laughs> oh, look at how cute that you baby are. Is. You're a I do this. I do the. Um, yeah, Steve yeah, does that. But but I I just go. Like mm. that, and she, you know, and it kind of kind of irked me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it if uh, like we have the same shirt on. You know, we both have a Eagles shirt on, right? Super Bowl shirt. But isn't hey. sometimes it's not always a positive? I thought sometimes guys when they're sizing each other up, like, oh, what's up, man? Oh, you got that over there? Okay. All right. uh, <laughs> no, you think, Maybe. you think you're cool? Yeah, because no. we're the baddest yeah. mofo's here. So. Uh, well, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, maybe if, if you if you continue to look at them after doing that, maybe if you you're like, oh. is it also a product of the fact that in, in a normal work environment you're passing by these people all the time, and there's so many times you go, hey, how are you? So it's just a quick, just, hey, pleasure. It's just like, and, so you really don't want an answer to that. No, it's always rhetorical. No, in <laughs> yeah. fact, don't do that. When you're walking past somebody in a hallway, don't ask them how they're doing. Just say no. hi. Just yeah. say yeah. hi. <laughs> I'd or like to, uh, uh, like a full-fledged bow, I think would be great. <laughs> or a curtsy. <laughs> or curtsy. <laughs> wow. I'm a lady. I'm a lady, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. She told me. I forgot who it was. Uh, but she told me. I heard this conversation yeah. going on. I was watching. You look at me like a baby. Well, which which intern was it? You shouldn't. T- he doesn't remember. You shouldn't take offense to that, though. Like. If somebody's telling you to stop acting like a moron, you should take it. No, but you know Jesus what I mean? God. Like, she was kind of telling you, like, you don't have to look at me like I'm a baby. You can just say hi. <laughs> I wasn't, I was, I didn't mean, but to me, it came off as this, wow, you're really treating me like a child. And I'm like, I, well, I didn't think I was. I thought I was just kind of being goofy. <sighs> I was trying to veil the, the veil the fact that I could care less about it. No, you. it's not that at all. <laughs> no, and I, all. listen, I heard the conversation. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't being mean about it. Like, she was kind okay. of like, you always no, do that no. when you pass me. Okay. Well, just know that that gets filed away. And you get filed. <laughs> <Just> remember. <laughs> yeah. So whatever whatever you think you wanted to achieve with it, you didn't. Oh, so you want a reference. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, hang on real quick. Uh, Marissa has brought in the list of, oh, it was Abby. Yeah, Abby. It was Abby. That's what it was. Abby. And I like Abby. Yeah, She's really, really cool. Yeah. By the way, we have uh, Marissa. Did you do that this board? 
No, our interns do it every semester. Well, I've, it's I've awesome. Seen it before, but this is, but they uh, they have all of our interns, their names and pictures of them, and little information. Fun about, facts about themselves. So Victoria did it, Marissa. And you were pointing Felicia. to her. Yep. Oh, Felicia did it. Both of them. Okay, and so she there's little, little factoids about. Oh, them. It says right there under Abby hates Preston's condescension. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I would have known that. that, you would have known. If only I would have read that. <laughs> I would have known that going into it. I but. like when we do uh, intern stuff on Instagram, too. Like when uh, we get get to know the interns and we'll yeah. post stories and things like that. I think that's really cool. And, and they do work hard and they're here for free mm. early in the morning. It's yes. not an easy task. Yep, I agree. I'll share a photo of this uh, intern board. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, we need to do the Bizarre File and I have a special theme prepared yeah. for you. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Duncan. You're in luck. Duncan has $2 medium iced coffee all day long, plus celebrate St. Patrick's Day throughout March with Duncan's delicious Irish cream coffee. Uh, America runs on Duncan, excludes cold brew. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. From time to time, uh, the subjects of stories will come in these big clumps, and I realize, wait a minute, I've got a theme here. Clump stories are the best. They are. Well, these aren't clump stories. These are all animal stories oh. in the Bizarre File, so welcome to the jungle, jungle. baby. Uh, we're You're gonna... in the Bizarre File now! Uh, these are all animal-based stories. Some of them are horrific and some of them are just funny, but uh, I figured it'd make for a good theme. So we're going to start with this. Aaron uh, Panikar of India was washing an elephant uh, in southern India on Sunday. As you do. In an attempt to make the huge creature lie down so that he could reach its uh, back, yeah. he can be seen repeatedly striking it with a stick. Well, as he takes a swing with his stick, he appears to slip on the damp concrete at the very moment the elephant decides to sit down, and as a result, the Full weight of the elephant pressed down on his head, crushing his oh. skull. There's footage of it. Yeah. No. yeah it there just, is footage of it, Case. It killed him on the spot. Uh, while another worker well, can... Did <laughs> 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 Do you remember the video footage of the guy's head going straight up the elephant's ass? Yes. That this is legit. One. Have you ever seen that, Kathy? Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was a mistake. Uh, while another worker can be seen rushing in to help, it's already too late. The second man runs to get an, another stick and tries to use it to persuade the elephant to move. But when Mr. Panikar is pulled free, he is already dead. Mm. A doctor later determined that the man was killed instantly when the animal sat on him. Sat on him. Uh, here's a lighter one. Uh, we live in a time where people get offended over a lot of things, even natural, normal things. A witness at the Attleboro Dog Park in Massachusetts says that a woman there called 911 after one of his pit bulls greeted her dog by mounting him. Uh, Franklin Baxley says, I visited this park twice a day, and all the dogs get excited when a new one is here. Well, when the woman came in, my dog, Dussie, ran over and humped hers. So I immediately removed him, and I apologized, explained that he's a puppy. When the dog did it two more times, both Baxley and the woman pulled him off, and the woman suggested the man leave if he couldn't get the dog to stop doing that. When he did leave, she called 911 over it, and he added... That he couldn't get the, that after the woman got off her phone, her dog started humping Dussie. No. A police officer responded. There were no charges. Uh, Baxley will continue his daily visit to the park and added this woman wanted to impress upon me that she was superior, so she called the police. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Female dogs will sometimes jump up in the humping position. Yeah. It's just it's just a thing they do. Now, mind you, if you're pissing off someone, you separate your dogs. Yes. Your dog you, try, you, you try. You try. It's, but, I mean, it's, it's like... 
Well, uh, sometimes a dog will just stop and just take a quick whiz. Yeah. It's what they do. It's yeah. funny, though, when you get to the dog park, all of the dogs that are in the, the pen area, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, a new dog. Yeah. And they all run to the gate. It's Humping and sniffing. <laughs> yep. yep, it's what dogs do. Here's another not-so-fun dog story. A four-year-old boy is left without his right hand Whoa. after an attack by his neighbor's husky. This is terrible. Uh, the little boy was, and, and there's really not a lot of fault on either side of this. The The little boy was playing in his backyard Sunday afternoon when his dad was inside their home. Uh, a six-foot-tall solid vinyl fence separates their backyard from the neighbor's where two huskies live. Boy apparently put a sock over his hand like a sock puppet. Oh. And oh, he, wow. he, he, since the fence was solid, the dogs wouldn't be able to see the child. He slid his hand under the fence. And one of the animals bit the boy's hand oh, and boy. ripped it off of his arm. Wow. So the dog just thought it was probably that chew toy. Uh, something yeah, or, yeah, or, or an animal, animal or yeah. whatever. So when Cruz arrived at the scene, the boy's father was comforting the child. They had already begun uh, care by wrapping the child's arm in a towel in an effort to stop the bleeding. Uh, the boy was flown to Children's Hospital. Emergency responders tried to track down the boy's hand, hoping the doctors could reattach to his forearm. They couldn't find it. They think the dog ate it and swallowed it. Uh, doctors had to amputate the boy's hand along with the lower two or three inches of his forearm. Uh, the boy's expected to remain in the hospital for at least several days. He was four years old. He didn't know what he was doing either. No. He had no idea something like that. Could have happen. ended far worse. Uh, the Huskies were taken to animal control. They're currently taken into quarantine. At this point, it's unclear what their fate will be. Philippine police have seized more than 1,500 live turtles and tortoises found wrapped in duct tape at a Manila airport. Mm. The reptiles, 1,500, dude. The reptiles found in four unclaimed pieces of luggage could have sold for more than $86,000. Police believe the bags were abandoned after the carrier found out about the harsh penalties for illegal wildlife trafficking. If caught, they could face two years in jail and uh, a big fine. A total of 1000 529 turtles and tortoises of different species were found in four pieces of the unclaimed luggage. That's incredible. That's a ton. Uh, yeah. So of the animals, some of the animals were of the uh, Sulcata tortoise species, which are recognized as vulnerable on the red list of threatened species. And the red-eared slider turtle was also among the reptiles found. Uh, the Bureau of Customs said the reptiles were left behind by a Filipino passenger. Uh, the animals have now been handed over to the wildlife department. I like turtles. <laughs> yep. Uh, a man has been mauled to death by a lion caged at his family home in the Eastern Czech Republic. Michael Presick owned a nine-year-old big cat and another lioness for breeding, reportedly drawing concern from local residents. Why, it's just lion. Mr. Presick's father found his body in the lion's cage and told local media it had been locked from the inside. Mm. Uh, the animals living in separate pens were shot dead by police called the scene because they had to get to the man. They had to kill the other animals. Sadly, yeah. Uh, Mr. Prasik uh, bought the lion in 2016 and the lioness last year and kept them both in homemade enclosures in his backyard. This will be perfect pet. He had uh, previously been fined for illegal breeding as he lacked planning permission for the pens, but the conflict with the authorities reached a stalemate after he denied entry onto his property. When you see Discovery Channel specials on lions, do you often see them in backyards? No. No. Out in the jungle! Yeah, a lack of alternative uh, facilities in the Czech Republic and no evidence of animal cruelty also prevented the authorities from forcibly removing the animals. Uh, he made headlines last summer after a cyclist had collided with a lioness and said he was out taking for a walk on a leash. Uh, God so, almighty. Yeah, this guy. His, time, his, his days were numbered to begin with. Precisely. One last story, my final animal story. A 
Uh, Florida Keys man faces a misdemeanor charge of disorderly conduct after he got into an argument with a Jehovah's Witness about peddling his religious literature on government property. And then he let his dog chew on the religious reading material. Edgar Wallace Jones was walking his dog on Sombrero Beach earlier this month when he encountered a Jehovah's Witness who was standing by a pavilion with his religious literature cart. Uh, The witness claimed Jones told him that he wasn't allowed on city or state property with religious literature, but the man told him he wasn't soliciting anyone. He said that his literature was free and he had a permit. Jones then threatened to take all the literature, grabbing the cart while his French bulldog began chewing on the paper. He was eating the watchtower? Uh, Yeah, the Jehovah's Witness called 911 to report the incident and provide a description of the dog. A deputy questioned several people on the beach who had uh, seen the man and his dog, later identified as Butterbean. (laughs) Butterbean? Which is a great name for a bulldog. It is a great name. Uh, When the deputy returned to the beach, he he saw Butterbean being held on a leash by a man. Butterbean Uh, ain't my religious material. He identified himself as Jones and admitted to speaking to a Jehovah's Witness about the legalities of his literature cart, but he denied taking it. Jones did admit that Butterbean had chewed on some (laughs) of the books in the cart. He was arrested, and there you go. That has been the all bizarre file this morning for you, my friends. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. If you've missed the details on how to win 500 bucks this morning, I will reiterate them once again as we're getting closer to 9 o'clock and your chance to win that cash this morning. Secret text word as well, so some good stuff. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Cat, Stevie wanted to mention, uh, well, I guess this would be a butt plug, would it not be? Yeah, it's a butt plug. Okay. Sure. Let's plug see. Oh, but a charity event. So, uh, hang on. I think I have that sound right here, Steve. What you got? Love that puckered sphincter. All right. April 8th, 2019. Uh, it's going to be the Phil Adoptables and Max Bund golf outing at Cedarbrook Country Club in Bluebell, which is in a spectacular course. Uh, and uh, it's an event that's going to benefit both Phil Adoptables and my wife's charity, Max Fun. We know Michelle Helms. They're set up at the Camp Out for Hunger every year. They, they both organizations doing great work for homeless and feral animals and animals in need around the Philadelphia area. So uh, there's single golfer deals, foursomes, uh, lunch-only packages, uh, you know, the green fees, the golf court, the uh, uh, breakfast, lunch, open bar, beer at the turn. It's all included in the different prices. The information is up on PrestonAndSteve.com. And it's also at uh, philadoptables.org, I believe. Just go to thepresidentsteve.com. It's a good link straight through. And they're also right now looking for sponsors for the various holes. Our friend uh, Ben Stein at Keystone Motors has put up the car for that, you know, that there's a standard thing, Preston, yeah. where you're the... Yeah, sometimes a hole-in-one, yeah. uh, you can win a car, yeah. So he put up a, uh, a Volvo, a real cool. sleek-looking yeah. Volvo. That'll be up for that as well. So they're looking for sponsors and businesses that want to get involved. There are different packages available. All information that you need at PrestonAndSteve.com. So please check it out again. That's April 8th. Cool. And then I have a butt plug. Uh, to mention, I got an email from uh, Vincent James Hello. over to KeepMusicAlive.org. This is a really cool thing. If you've ever been interested in learning uh, how to play a musical instrument, they have uh, this fifth annual Teach Music Week. Uh, that is coming up. It is the week of March 18th through the 24th. And how cool is this? There's over 750 locations in 15 countries offering free lessons to new students, wow. including in our area. There's several of them. It's real easy to do. You can see participating locations by entering any zip code at the Teach Music Week website, which is keepmusicalive.org. I believe that's what it is. You know what? I'll have to double check on that. Nick, you got sent this information as well. Uh, but it's uh, basically... You just go get a free lesson. So if you ever thought picking up the guitar, drums, whatever, that's trumpet, so cool. you can just go get a free 
lesson and try that first time out and see if it grabs you or not. Um, so we'll post this information on uh, PrestonandSteve.com, but it is called Keep Music Alive, and their organization is KeepMusicAlive.org. It is the annual Teach Music Week. Very, very cool. All right. Um, I noticed a few things. Oh! I have not noticed anything in a while. Across an empty field, down a dark alleyway, he stands, noticing, head on a pivot. He doesn't miss a thing. He is... The noticer. I am. I noticed toilet paper is an important part of everyday life. <laughs> toilet paper is virtually all I use to wipe my butt. Did you know this? That Americans use more toilet paper than anyone else in the world. So, yes. Does that say, does that indicate we're a sanitary lot? We're nice and clean. Yes, clean butts. Or we're wiping too much. I don't know. Probably both. A new report from the Natural Resources Defense Council, the NRDC, says... There's a defense council. ...that U.S. consumers use roughly three rolls of toilet paper per week. Wow. No. No. Per person? Per person? No. U.S. consumers use roughly roughly three Mm. rolls of toilet paper per week. (laughs) I I wouldn't use that much. You thinking? I use a lot of oak tag, too. Okay. No, I... I, Listen, I am a big fan of cleanliness. I don't... It's next to godliness, It is is next. And I I really like the... I would like to know that everything is spick and span. By the way, toilet paper is made from wood pulp, so the oak tag thing is not too far off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I'll just rub the uh, the dribble wood chips. But the the wood wood pulp comes from uh, the Boreal Forest in Canada, and I'll explain a little bit more in a moment about that. All right, so I'm, I'm flirting with the notion of what Casey does with the... The, uh, the wet wipes. But I, Kathy has pointed out on numerous times, and we since have had verification, that they do not dissolve in your pipes. Yeah. It wouldn't be worth the risk. No. I don't think so. If if you really want to, you can just, you know, wet your toilet paper a little bit. I I, I do that. I do that, too. I do that. I, I like, <laughs> I like, I mean, I know, listen, we all do it, but I like that feeling of cleanliness. I cannot stand swamp ass. Kreischer had in his uh, special? Netflix special, yeah. in which he did at the Trocadero, the first thing he opened with was, ran a few drinks. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to tell the truth tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes, uh, or we're going to share secrets. Secret, yeah. yeah. And he goes, here's I'll share a secret right now. Sometimes I'm going to the bathroom. I'll spit on the toilet paper, wipe my butt. It's called oh, an Alabama wet wipe. Oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> oh, like that. Do you guys have in your in your homes uh, a your pooping toilet? Yes. No, okay. Well, I mean, they're, I, they're all pooping toilets. But it's my main no, toilet. No, no, no. On the second floor, I love. I have my own bathroom now, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 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 the it's the guest bath. We have a bathroom on every floor, which I love, uh, except for the basement. But um, there is uh, my my bathroom is my favorite bathroom, yeah. Uh, and I it's just the way I like it. It's also it turns out to be it's where the cats love to hang. Okay, but uh, I have everything just so. I have my little Clorox uh, toilet cleaning sticks. Kathy, do you use those? Well, you, you you put it down on a little spongy thing and you put it around the inside of the bowl. And oh yeah, I know what you're talking I, about. I have that right there. And um, all sorts of stuff. Let's go back to the pooping toilet. Yeah. I, I so it's my my bathroom in my my bedroom my master bath that's where I like to do. It's the only place you'll go, Dookie. It's not the only one. Okay. Sometimes so, I'm I'm required to use the downstairs one, but everyone has a preference, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. But well, my, I don't know. Not me. I don't care. Do, when you when you I don't have a favorite. when you want to spend some quality time when you want a real good experience, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. I've never really good had for you. A, I've never really had a bathroom that I consider. You can call this your own. Is my happy place. Yeah. I like them all. 
Um, respectfully, wipes are 100% worth it. I, I disagree with your assessment okay. on that. I am. What a, about the pipe situation? I don't care. You don't I'm, care. A, I'm, a, I'm a can-do man. Uh, those are my wipes of choice, and uh, I, I use them every time. I, I started buying them 10 years ago when my son needed them, and uh, and I've carried on the tradition. Wait and, a second. And, and Steve, now I feel like if I don't have them, uh, I am uh, in, I'm not clean. I want to feel clean. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how. So like, if and I, I know if, that if you overdo it, you can promote things like hemorrhoids, totally, and uh, bleeding. I'm sure bleeding that anus. I, I like being an environmentalist, but I'm sure that I'm not being one when I use the can do wipes. Uh, do we need all those whales? No. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't care if the pipes get clogged because yeah. I feel better as a result. I think the most important thing I brought with me to when I went to, to the Grand Canyon is I, I brought wet wipes. And I, and I made sure that they were like, because I thought I was going to. You were right to, by a river, by the way. I was, but you weren't, you weren't supposed to go into the river at No, all. I'm saying you could have wet your whatever you needed in the you, river water. I could have, but I, but I wasn't thinking that. Uh, here's what I was thinking, because I didn't know that they had a box that I could poop in. I thought I was going to have to poop in a cat hole, right? So you dig a hole, poop in it, and then cover it up. Does so, the cat stay in the hole? Does... No, no, no. There, there are no cats. They just call it a cat oh, hole. okay, right. And uh, <laughs> so I bought the these awesome biodegradable wipes yeah. that would disappear. In All fact, right. I brought them with me. Do to... they work in, will they biodegrade in 28 pipes? Uh, oh, I don't know, Steve. I have a, also have another question about how things are biodegradable. Because there's this new cannabis. Um, Is it suitable for this conversation? Well, I mean, it's, you be the judge. I'm going <laughs> to go there anyway. There's this new, like, cannabis plastic bottle. That is biodegradable. And you wipe your ass with that? You don't wipe your ass with it. <laughs> but I saw... Um, I saw. I think the cap would cause friction. I saw screen captures of, like, one day, one week, two weeks, and then, right. like, up to, like, 90 days. And, by, and 90 days later, it was completely right. gone. That's when it's, like, in the ground, right? <laughs> because it's not just going to, like... I don't know. It, I don't okay. think it just rots in your... <laughs> right? Like, dude, why is my fridge hey, all wet? we're trying to get our butts clean here, man. <laughs> Sometimes the sun will help uh, in the, the breakdown of, of material. Oh, my God, sun guy. I have a, a toilet-related question for you guys. <laughs> there you go. Let me... Um, uh, when we, we stayed in these really nice condos up at Jack Frost yes. on, on Thursday night, and I actually stayed all weekend. And uh, maybe at some point on Saturday, I sat down on the toilet, and to me, it felt like the bowl itself was heated. Did any of you guys experience that at all? No. Like the, okay. Then, and there I was another guy in your room. No, 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 Steve. <laughs> Not the toilet seat, right? but the bowl? Not the, the, I just used it. No, <laughs> it kind of spooked me out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, the jacuzzi was not running. The, like, so... The, it, it, I it love a heated me, toilet seat. But it flummoxed me so much that I, I flushed, and then I reached my hand down inside the bowl to feel if there was a heat source, and it was warm inside the bowl. Nick, I rented a house. Um, Well, for years, I've rented the same house in Montauk, and uh, one of the bathrooms in that house, the toilet water is heated. And he, okay. I asked him about it because you you it's hard to sit down. Yes. Like, that's how hot it is, and you're ass sweats while you're sitting That's what down I experienced. on the toilet. So I actually turned on. I actually texted the owner <laughs> and I asked Sweat him ass. and there is a reason for it. I forget what his reason was, but there apparently is a reason for it. All right, so I experienced it in the condos and I guess I'm the only one in the group. All right, so let me bring this up as well as we're moving on. And we still haven't, I know, hit the core topic here. No, we haven't. I've but, got more but, to go. All right, uh, but uh, have you seen the thing that I saw on Instagram? It is an after factory attachment for your toilet that is basically a bidet-like butt-cleaning spray. Hmm. And it, it fits on your... You, you hook it I mean, up. It goes right in the water line. I'm intrigued. And honestly... Yeah? 
again, I, I'm, I know we feel the same way. A clean rectum is a happy rectum. You sure that wasn't just a novelty toilet? <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, it gives you a black ring around your ass. <laughs> it's like those binoculars. No, uh, it, it looks... I, I'm, I'm going to investigate if, that. If you can have a, an apparatus that will simulate a bidet rather than having to pay for a whole new plumbing system and a second bowl, I'd say go for it. A, right? Would you do something like that? I'm not big on the bidet thing. I just, what if I, you're thirsty? I, I clean my butt off in the shower, so I, do, I, don't, but I they, don't need to do it right as, as I'm pooping. No, and I go, oh, I take mine to town. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, uh, logging companies... Clear and cut more than a million acres each year in order to satisfy demand for toilet paper. Uh, The NRDC says that this is an issue for a bunch of different environmental reasons. And here are the biggest offenders as far as products go. The brands that uh, use the most would be Charmin Ultrasoft, Quilted Northern, Angel Soft, Kirkland Signature... Love it. <clears throat> and up and up soft and strong. Yeah, so that's, that's probably why brand. people are going through so many rolls. Because it's thicker it's thicker ply. Yeah. I for a while was using leather. <laughs> hey, you could use that over and over again, so it's not a bad idea. It's my wiping, it's next to my poop stick. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, the poop knife? <laughs> the poop knife. Yeah. All right. Do, do people still use um like cloth diapers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think your babies, probably. All right, so if people are using cloth diapers, do people use cloth toilet paper? I've never heard of that. <clears throat> Maybe I, we should. It, it, it may be a thing. I don't know, but... Um... The wiping towel is in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another one, Case, where like, diapers it's are... the brown one. <laughs> diapers are so wasteful. They're, they're yeah. just terrible for the environment, but I, yeah. I can't imagine raising, a, you know, having a baby and not using disposable diapers. It just... Yeah. I'm sure that it's the right way to go by using cloth diapers. You ever see a nature film? There's herds and herds of things out there. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, the brands that are in the highest sustainability score included Green Forest, Natural Value, and Trader Joe's, among others. Oh, Here's what happens with that stuff, though, Preston, the very, the very the thin ply. I invariably end up using a lot of it in one shot, so I'm basically replicating what I would use on I agree. Like the double quilt. I don't know if these are thin ply or not. They use recycled content or alternative fibers in their Listen, products. if they can make a thicker ply that is easily recycled, yeah. Yeah. I- I'm down with it. Yeah. This is that's kind of why I like using the the wet wipes because I can get most of the business done with just a you know a couple of how many uh, two twelve yeah. and then and then I use a wet wipe and then I'm good to go. The real issue, Steve, with the the thin ply is when your finger breaks through the hand pierce, and suddenly you're you're an amateur proctologist. <laughs> oh, sometimes I just want to cut I the hate fingers that. off. Dude. It's really it's almost like it's like what you'd find in a novelty cat. You know those old pranks you used to play. Hey, yeah. Steve, this guy has the the toilet attachment. Oh, this is Robert with the bidet attachment. Hey, Robert. Hey, hi guys. How you doing? Good. Good so, so you have this thing that Steve was talking about. I I have this thing Steve was talking about. Really easy to install. I got it on Amazon for like twenty five dollars. It's nothing. It was the best investment I've ever made. So, and again, not to be a too indelicate here, but but when you're um, after after you do your business, I assume it facilitates in in getting a sparkling clean butt. Correct. Absolutely, and that's what I'm looking Absolutely. for. Without, and you probably don't have to expend as much toilet paper, right? Correct. correct. All right. You, yeah, I'm Absolutely. sold. Then, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, there's there's no negatives to it, really. Hey. And the water's not that cold. How do you how do you hour. turn the, the the water on? There's a little um, dial on the oh. side okay. that's attached to, so you can control how much pressure 
Um, and, and, it, uh, and it fits right right in the water chain, right? You just basically you, you basically put it in the you, you connect the hose now to one side of this, and then the rest, and then the so it sits between. Uh, it, it's like a juncture between what you normally have, and it's now just one extra connector in that line, right? Correct, correct. So you have, and you have to remove the toilet seat to install it, and then you install it underneath the toilet seat. Okay. Uh, I, all right. Steve, why are you not ordering why? this I'm, right I'm now? I'm going to order it right <laughs> got Is it there a Amazon. particular price? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use It's There's a brand that's endorsed by the Iron Sheik. I think. <laughs> 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 all right. Thanks Thank for the you. call, Robert. Appreciate it, my man. All right. You all for this. Here, Sean uses cloth diapers. And then we're going to move on from I the ass. Now. Please, please. We're going to move on from the ass in a moment. Let me go to Sean. Moving around to the vagina. Hey, Sean, good morning. Hi. 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 What's up, man? Uh, yeah, me and my wife use cloth diapers at home. We have a five-month-old. Uh, there are some benefits. You know, we're not going out and spending a lot of money on diapers all the time. We're not being wasteful with them. Right. Uh, but I got to tell you, they are a little bit tougher to handle. And when that baby has an explosion in his <laughs> diaper, it's Dang. I bet, man. It's got to be gnarly. I'd be throwing uh, the cloth where, diapers out. Where do you store? How often do they pick them up from you, and where do you store them? Uh, well, we have a, a special bag that we keep them in that we can actually wash them in our own washer, and it doesn't, you know. Oh, okay, so you don't have a service. Okay, I got you. No, See, then oh, I would have a separate washing machine. We, you know what I mean? This well, is hang the poop on. washing here's, machine. Here's the question for you. So, so you get a diaper full of poop. You're gonna you're gonna have to get that out of there before you. Yeah, you got to semi clean it a little bit. You clean that in the sink. So my wife actually just got this like hose connection thing that actually connects to the the toilet tank where you can actually rinse them out. What are you upper decker that? <laughs> in a way, you're not putting it into the top of the tank. Okay. Sounds like it's almost you're like using, that bidet attachment. Yeah, but, you're using the water source for that. So you clean them in the toilet. Um, no, you just connect it to the top of the toilet tank. And you no, he's saying you, you take... the toilet if you want or in the bathroom. You rinse them off and it goes you rinse into them the off. toilet. Into the toilet. Yeah. Into the toilet. If you want to, yeah. If you want to. Okay. What are you going to do in the sink? If you, if you're... You can. Uh, Listen, I know you guys freaked out or get freaked out by stuff like that, but that stuff, it goes away. You put yeah, some soap in there, it goes away. Not fast enough. Well, you know, but it's, that's what that stuff does. The soap takes that stuff away. It attaches to it and takes it away. So, uh, interesting. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Something else uh, that I noticed. And it, it's we're going to stay in the bathroom. We're just going to... We're going to crawl out of the ass for a moment. Yeah. Wow. The bathroom edition. Yeah. Uh, there is a gadget, a gadget. Ca- called the Giraffe... That has more than a uh, hundred five star reviews online, and it is for it's a razor extension. Kathy, you're familiar with this? I am not. Uh, it's mainly used. I could see this. Is, pregnant women love this, but I could see any woman oh, using this. I've and seen this. Okay, yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, it helps them shave their legs. It is basically a long handle that attaches to a razor. And you can shave down at the lower part with having to completely bend over. So I saw a commercial. Actually, it was geared towards Preston, towards senior citizens. Okay. And, uh, you know, have may have issues with, with bending over and, and so on and so forth. And similar device. Uh, but uh, And I guess, I, again, if you were pregnant or something like that, or you're shaving your legs. That might be easier. Yes, it seems like but a great idea. don't they have, idea. like, a back shaver for guys? Uh, that's, that's on a handle or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very, very similar. Maybe. Uh, it is. It's actually this, a very yeah. similar design. But it's actually... If you look at the configuration of the blade, at least when I saw it in the commercial, it's sort of rounded a little bit. 
Okay. Like it's almost like a Cinerama yeah. s- screen. The, uh, the, 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 the blade, handle? The actual blade, oh, the blade. holder. Oh. So it runs across along the contours of your legs? Of your le- yeah. Okay. yeah. So this one, it looks like you just take your razor, whatever you use, and you put it in this giraffe extension. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Steve, you, you had mentioned for elderly. I mean, do you get, don't you get to a certain age where you go, you know what? I'm not shaving anymore. I'm going to be a gorilla now. Yeah. 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 Listen, my Blue, dad, I'm done my, shaving. My dad is I'm not talking about legs, but I'll when you know, in the times when my dad comes to visit, I'll see just big hairs hanging out of his nose, and I'm like, <laughs> I guess you're at the point where you just really don't it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I you know, love you, Dad, but you're so disgusting. <laughs> what were you saying, Dad? I'm it's, sorry you were saying it's, it's tough to look at yeah. because it's gross. And I haven't said anything to him about it. Well, it's supposed to get warmer by the end of the weekend. He's got a jungle hanging out of his nose. <laughs> But maybe there are some grooming things that you're just like, why, why don't I, I don't care? Yeah. I don't, the notion of someone's there staring at, at hairs out of my nose, <laughs> I'm so, uh, you know, it, it, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that I hate, Preston, in the cold, when you see some dude with a little dollop of snot hanging off his nose, it's yeah. like, I'm, I over wipe my nose in the cold. <sighs> I inhale like crazy. I can't. Because that's so disgusting to me. I would hate to have someone else see that, me that way. That's my dad, like 100%. And I've gotten him the nose trimmers. And I'm like, where? what happened to those nose trimmers? He's like, I think they're in the junk drawer. I'm like, well, go to the junk drawer. Go get the now. junk drawer? Yeah. <laughs> they're go there. get they're, they're, next the, they're next to the mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> Wash your hand and yeah. go get the nose trimmers. I know what you mean. But, yeah, Casey, maybe there, there's a time where women just, you know, I'm not going to shave my legs anymore. That might be the case. But some women, you know, who have trouble bending over, whether it be for, you know, age or physical ailments or whatever, they can try this out. It's 29 bucks. Wow, that's a little pricey, right? Um, but that's uh, just You probably the, don't have to replace it. You, you know what I mean? You get it on Amazon. It's not yep. like a razor you have to replace. It's just an extension, and yeah. you keep it yeah. as long as you want. Yep. All right. So uh, I notice that. Um, I notice. The noticer. Yeah. Still in the bathroom, noticer? No, we're out, we're of, out of the bathroom. bathroom. We're in the ocean now. Out of the yeah. ice, away from the lakes, and in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was very out of left field and very, very strange, but worth bringing up. There's a uh, jellyfish-like creature that has a neat trick that makes it unique among amongst animals. Its anus. So I guess we are back at the party. Hey, we're back in the ass. <laughs> its anus forms only when it needs to defecate and then disappears without a trace. Oh, I would no love that. Way. I would it's love that. What is this? Old disappearing butthole trick. Yeah, that's what this is. That would this? really save on toilet paper costs. Uh, yes, it would. What is this? Watch. For my next trick, the disappearing anus. All right, so so this. <laughs> That's the sound yeah. of presto. And now, presto change Uh No, so it, 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 it's butt, it's anus. It, I know, but is it, a, did you say? It's a jellyfish. A jellyfish. Oh, yeah. okay. Wait a second, what's this in my anus? A silver dollar. Uh, So, uh, this is according to the scientist Sydney Tam of the Marine Biological Laboratory in Woods Hole, Massachusetts, made the discovery. Fish butt. (laughs) Been studying ever since I was six years old. He said it's really caught a marlin, and I looked at it tiny. He said that is really the spectacular finding here. Oh, that's real spectacular. There is no documentation of transient anus. 
in any other animals that I know of, he said. So that you would figure if any animal could pull off the disappearing anus, it'd be the jellyfish. I would think so. Tam thinks the discovery... I don't think an elephant's going to do that trick. <laughs> Tam thinks the discovery might represent an intermediate stage uh, in evolution. In some simple animals, such as jellyfish, the gut has only one opening, which functions as the mouth and anus. Oh. And it has been known since 1850 that comb jellies, which superficially resemble jellyfish but belong to a separate group called uh, cetanophores, mm-hmm. uh, have a through gut with a separate mouth and anus. Uh, some even have more than one anus. Do uh, is, uh, Worms have that same m- mouth slash anus, correct? Maybe. Uh, but when Tam- They go through so much mouthwash. Uh, when Tam studied the warty comb jelly, mm. he could not find its anus. He looked all over the place. Where is its anus? Uh, only when the animals are actually defecating does a tiny opening appear. Oh, yeah. And then it disappears again right afterwards. So it, it, it basically, uh, I wonder when it disappears, does it look like a closed, um, like a navel? Is there is there a, well, a rough spot on the skin? Uh, is it? He said, he said, here's the deal. It, only when the animals are actually defecating does a tiny opening appear and it disappears right afterwards. He said, it is not visible when the animal is not pooping. There is no trace under the microscope. It, under the microscope, it is invisible. Wow. His observations show there is no permanent connection between the gut and the rear of the body. Instead, as waste accumulates, part of the gut starts to balloon out until it touches the outer layer or epidermis. The gut then fuses with the epidermis, forming an anal opening. One excretion is complete. Uh, once excretion is complete, the process is reversed. Mind blower. And the anus vanishes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you can no longer see my anus. Uh, but both, both the gut and epidermis are just... Thank you. Thank you so much. ...are just a single cell layer thick, so it's very, very tiny. This can happen relatively easily and quickly. Would you? Okay. Would uh, So expanding upon this. Yes. Would it not be? Would you rather? Would it be cool if you could? So if there, if the, not only does the anus disappear, but if the anus could open where you willed it on your body. Anywhere on your body. Like I'm, I'm going to discreetly poop out my index finger. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Right? Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I know it seems... Be easier to wipe. But they laughed at the concept of the telephone. Right, exactly. And here we are. Yeah, yeah. probably big toe, right? Like, because you can, you can point it. And you'd be standing in the woods, oh. and you could actually be talking to people if right. you're standing in the brush, taking a... Like, I was thinking about it, Stephen. The, the pointer finger would be good, but... If you're you in gotta, a car. You gotta wash your if hands. If you're in a car, yeah, 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 so yeah. you're driving along All down right. the highway, and you cannot stop. Yeah. But you could, at that very time, if you were mad yeah. at somebody, <laughs> you could, like, yeah. throw, throw your finger out at the same time. It was my Poop finger. Because I'm making a point. Captain Marvel with the yeah. her fists. Yeah. She wins. Uh, by the way. Uh, by Marvel's the way, brother Lou. Uh, the, the animals, these animals defecate at regular intervals. Once an hour in the five centimeter long adults and once every ten minutes or so in the larvae. Do you realize how uneducated we, or just how, how much information we don't know about our own planet and species that live at, at you know, the like in the Marianas Trench at the deepest parts of the ocean. Steve, one of my best friends growing up is this guy named Dave Taylor, and he's he's been in academia his whole life. He has actually been a marine biologist at Woods Hole, where this study was done. Right. And I just texted him, and uh, but he got his doctorate studying worms. Yeah. And it's, it was it, you know you think you're going to be a marine biologist and study sea turtles right, and dolphins yeah. or whatever. 
And and but that's I like turtles. <laughs> he's learning about worms that we have no idea what, and they're they're important because they affect the ecosystem and blah 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 blah. But it's it's to us. It's completely boring and mm-hmm. asinine, but to them, it's important research. Well, there's stuff that's gleaned from this. I mean, is there some great cure for some disease, right. you know, within the, the, the system or, or defense system or butt system of these, these worms? Who knows? It's amazing. Hey, Steve, watch. I'm going to poop out of my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, my God. Welcome. There's poop all over my pillow. Uh, Tam thinks this process of the gut bulging and fusing with the epidermis to form, I wouldn't like that. To form an anus is how the anus evolved in the first place. Uh, the intermittent anus may represent an intermediate stage in which the structure has yet to become permanent. Now on the cello, the intermittent anus. <laughs> so I thought that was quite... That is quite That's... amazing. Oh, this is quite a performance of the intermittent anus. Uh, I thought uh, it, it was quite interesting. It's astonishing, honestly, if you stop and think about it. Mm, I, I know it seems weird, and I know Bill's loving this conversation, but this is legitimate science, and I, uh, we marvel at the attributes of other creatures, and I know, even I, if it comes down to a disappearing anus. I never Googled transient anus before. No, no. Um, I noticed another thing, if you guys don't mind. More from the noticer. Completely switching gears. This does not tie in at all with any of that. But I, I noticed the death of a serial killer of which I had never heard of before. And, Steve, you might be familiar because you know a lot of these notorious yes. uh, criminals. A guy named Juan Corona. I've never heard of this guy before. It sounds familiar. He was convicted in the slayings, and he just died recently. He was 85 years old. Convicted in the slayings of 20, <laughs> 25 uh, inter, itinerant farm laborers. Itinerant? Inter, itinerant, I'm sorry. 25 itinerant farm laborers in one of America's worst serial murder cases. Okay, yes. California state prison official said Monday. Uh, you remember this Is story? this the guy who says he's drawing pictures of the people that he killed? No. Okay. This is a guy who used a machete to hack all these people up. Okay, I'm thinking of a different guy. 25 then. people. Because uh, there was a guy who said that he was um, he was able to recollect faces and he was actually doing sketches of his victims. Uh, the farming contractor was arrested in 1971 after a farmer in Sutter County found a freshly dug hole in a peach orchard. <sighs> uh, the farmer who had uh, contracted with Corona to hire field workers returned the next day and saw the hole filled with dirt uh, to... Ally his suspicions. He called sheriff's deputies. A shallow, in the shallow grave, he found a man's body. Uh, his head had been hacked off, and his body was riddled with stab wounds. The man would later be identified as Kenneth Whit- uh, Whitaker, uh, a 40-year-old homeless man. Four days later, at a nearby Sullivan Ranch where uh, Corona housed laborers, investigators unearthed more butchered bodies. He was arrested a week later at his home, and over the next two weeks, police recovered the bodies of more slain farm workers from shallow graves. He had killed uh, 25 Workers, twenty five. So that's what they're. That's what they're saying. Do they believe he might have killed more, or, or I don't know. The the vast majority of the twenty five victims were viciously slashed and hacked with a machete. Jesus. And many bore deep puncture wounds to the chest. One victim was shot. So he was killing the uh, like homeless and drifters. I guess the yeah. motive around the killings has remained a mystery this entire time. But since the nineteen fifties. Uh, he had struggled with mental illness twice, being admitted to a state mental hospital where he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Uh, he had been in a hospital just a year before the bodies were discovered. Woo. After a lengthy trial in 1973 and following 45 hours of de- deliberation, a jury found him guilty of the slayings. He was sentenced to 25 consecutive life terms. 
a penalty so harsh that it elicited gasps in the courtroom when the judge handed it down. Mm. Had never heard of that guy. No. 85 years old, uh, and he had been in prison this whole time, so he had died. Um, I, I'm remembering another guy, I think Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And um, he, I believe he was the same sort of M.O. would kill um, homeless itinerant. Um, yeah, uh, uh, but uh, he they, they've got him on the record for 11, but they believe he might have killed over 100 people. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty interesting story. So, uh, Horrifying. Noticed it. Thought I'd pass that along. Notice you notice stuff. Uh, I noticed we got to take a break. Uh, Disappearing so, butthole. So we're going we're gonna to do that. <laughs> Hope you guys are hungry. <laughs> Why? Because they're cooking burgers. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wells Fargo Center's newest menu item, the massively impressive Broad Street Burger, is in our green room, and uh, we're supposed to get a look at it. Yep. He's shaking his head. No, Case. It's Ash Wednesday. I can't eat meat. Oh, you can't eat meat today? No. Why not? Okay. Because it's Ash Wednesday. Oh. You're not allowed to eat meat on Ash Wednesday? No. Why not? What if you're in, what if you're broadcasting? Oh, because your mom. My mommy said so. All what right. if you're broadcast? There's no yeah. meat in this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, there's absolutely no, no meat. No, just don't, just pay attention to the bun. In the, uh, in the Broad Street Burger. Uh, anyhow, we're going to take a break, and I want to remind you that we have your chance to win a mandate with Brent Selleck, hosted by Steve Morrison and Casey Boy. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be Wednesday, March 20th, Worldwide Stereo. Click contest, WMMR.com. Tell us why you should win. And now, another contest is happening in, starting in four minutes. Uh, you have to head... To the Metro by T-Mobile location at 2201 Cotman Avenue. That's the shopping center at Cotman and Bustleton. You go there now, you're going to find a special word that you need to text to us, and you will be in the running for $500. You have one hour to do it, okay? So it goes till 10 a.m., then we're going to get a winner, uh, and you'll text it to 39333. Just stop by there. They'll give you the information, all right? But you can go by there now. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB, where the snow comes first. If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer. Always with fast and free shipping, visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand & Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I can't even begin to describe how yummy it smells in here right now. We have this new burger from the Wells Fargo Center, and uh, we'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We have a chance for you to win $500. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sent someone on location, our man on the street this morning, making his broadcast debut with the Preston and Steve show. Yes. We go now to the Metro by T-Mobile store at 2201 Cotman Avenue, which is at the shopping center at Cotman and Bustleton. It's intern Ben, who is on yeah. the Intern Ben. Hey, good. guys. How you guys doing this we, morning? We are doing great. So, Ben, uh, is the contest up and running right now? Do you guys have the word available? Yes, the word is available here at the Metro by T-Mobile store on 2201 Cotman Avenue. We have a lot of excited listeners here. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. As are hooting and hollering. So when you come in, you can you can see the word. We can't give it out over the air, obviously, because we want people to head on over there. But you're, it's, uh, is it prominently displayed? Yes, prominently displayed right here at the WMMR booth. And 
you don't have to be here right now. You have an hour to do it, and it's random. So Beautiful. All right, so, yeah, and it wraps up at 10, correct? Yep. All right. 10 o'clock. Excellent. All right, Ben, make sure you keep uh, people aware of what they need to do, and uh, and we'll make sure we get somebody some cash this morning, okay? All right, you got it. Say something like for me. Yeah, we'll have plenty for you. All right, thank you. That's intern Ben. Nice job there. So here's the deal. You got to swing by where Ben is right now. Like you said, 2201 Common Avenue, uh, which is the shopping center at Common and Bustleton. Go into the Metro by T-Mobile store. There is a word that's available only there. We're not uh, we're not giving it out on the no. air or anything like that. You have to go there. It would undermine the whole purpose. And all you have to do is text that word to three nine three three three. And by t- you haven't between now and ten a.m. And uh, after that time, we will choose a winner, and somebody's going to win Casey's cash five hundred dollars to give away. So if you're in that area or you got time to get by that area, go there now because it's not going to be like a secret text word where there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people texting it. This is a good chance. Yes. Your odds. The, absolutely. Really That's every reason to go. At uh, winning some cash. So, um, All right. So, Steve, I think you – were you the one who got wind of this burger? I saw the picture of it, it? yes, mm-hmm. online. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, where? what is that? Where is that? And then yeah. I noticed, well, wait a second. That appears to be the Wells Fargo Center. It's at the Cadillac Grill, and we have three of the – these burgers here, and they are, it's called the Broad Street Burger, so we would like to welcome the inventor yes. of this wonderful culinary masterpiece. Uh, he is the executive chef of Cadillac Grill. This is Perry Katsapas, who is here hey. this morning. Hey, Perry. Hey, good morning. Nice to see you, sir. And along you with well. him, we have the premium division manager for uh, Aramark, and that is uh, Kate Foley, who is here, too. Hi, yeah. Boy. How are you? Okay, so describe, first of all... What this thing is gigantic. It's a mountain of ingredients. <laughs> what all is on this? Okay. Well, we started with um, a one pound of meat, ground house ground. Uh, <laughs> oh, meat. just a one pound that's burger. Where, that's yeah. where they that's started. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. the burger patty, and it's stuffed with cheese. Oh my god. And then we topped it off with eight ounces of beef tenderloin. Okay. Uh, probably <laughs> wow. about another eight ounces of crispy onions, more cheese sauce, a five ounce Hudson uh, bun. And then it's all held together with a steak knife, and we held put together. some. Yeah, I mean it is. We put some it looks chili like peppers it. on the side, just yeah. to you know, kind of wash it down. It's perfect. It's yeah. like Excalibur. So this thing is huge. I love, I love sort of event food like this. Yeah, where you know it's sort of a thing. Now my my assumption is that most people will probably purchase this, maybe two people, and have at it. But I'm sure people come in, and I'm sure there are people who just go for it themselves. Uh, they do. They, uh, we've had, uh, as a matter of fact, we had one thirteen-year-old boy attack it. Uh, the first one we sold, and he took down about three quarters of it. No That's kidding. pretty good. So it's pretty good. Yeah, my son can handle that. He's he 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 sits down and and you give him a challenge of a lot to eat, and he'll go, "Oh, watch me!" <laughs> uh, and I guarantee you, he would swallow it. I couldn't. I couldn't even eat half of that. There's no way I could even I, eat I, half. I, of honestly, it. it is. It, but it is. It smells so good. So just a sample, I think, is worth it. So this now. <sighs> I assume these are doing well for you, right? Because it got it got a lot of interest. They are, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how 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 much how much meat do you have to lay? say you're having a big game, a big event? There's always one going on at the Wells Fargo. How much meat do you have to lay in to make sure you can accommodate the amount of people going to order this? With with each burger being one yeah. pound of meat. <laughs> Quite a bit. Quite a bit. <laughs> you, ever, you ever run out of a? You're, I'm sorry, we're all out. You know. <laughs> Uh, no, unfortunately, no. No, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. you got to make them all. Yes. Keep cranking them out. I've only been into the Cadillac Grill probably three times or so. 
because uh, it's an it's an event. It's a big deal if you're going to a game and you go to the Cadillac Grill. You feel real fancy. It's pretty there. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First of all, you get a really great view yeah. of the uh, of the arena itself, and uh, the food is is phenomenal. In fact, I've always been on somebody else's like somebody else already had a table. And they're right. like, oh, come by and have dinner with. Us. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never actually made reservations myself. The yet. last time I got to go was with our buddy Scott Keenan. He he would get tickets in there from time to time, and uh, so he treated me. And the food is phenomenal. You get these awesome views, and uh, and you are like you're protected from the crowd. That's the only thing that I don't I don't like about it is that you're kind of removed from everything. So I like to go out and watch the game, but um, the the food and the Cadillac Grill can, is just awesome. Can anybody make an, uh, uh, a reservation, or do you need to be a season ticket holder, or what? Uh, actually, members only. Members, members only. only. All right. That's why I've never been there. <laughs> How do you become a member? Uh, you can contact uh, Premium Seating uh, okay. in the building, and you can start work with their representatives to become a member. Okay. And they can also do guest passes. All right. Guest pa- all right. So it's every incentive to go and, and, and become a member then because the food is obviously and people you, just rave. You can also watch the game from there, too, right? Oh, absolutely. The whole entire game. Yeah. Flyers and Sixers. Are you guys open for concerts, too? Or? We are. Not okay. all, but it's a select concert that we deem that would be enough people to come and have dinner. Okay. Are you guys going to try some? Yeah, let's try. Yeah. Can we can we oh, dice yeah, it up? What's the right best in. way for us to get small pieces? Because there ain't no way I'm going to do little, 12 pounds. I'll cut a little piece off over here on this one. I'll try a little bit of it. I'm kind of watching what I'm eating right now, but it's it just smells too damn good. You're going to have to watch the ooze of the cheese. Oh, my God. I'm watching the ooze of the cheese. <laughs> so Steve, watch him. He's like sawing this in half. I, I mean, it's... it's Oh, Enormous. I see the ooze. <laughs> There's ooze. Oh, you're right. It's oozing out. Marissa, oh it, it looks kind of pussy. You'd like this. Oh. <laughs> now, how, how we gonna, that do we have plates? Thing. Do we have any plates by any chance? What, uh, I guess we didn't think that far ahead. Here's a nice thin napkin. All right, let's put it on a nice thin napkin because it's not greasy at all. There. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. This is the best thing I've eaten in two months. <laughs> what? Gee. Oh, you kidding me? That's the piece you cut? <laughs> That's still 45 pounds. Thank you. Dear God. You've been around big food too long. You forgot how actual humans eat. But don't you love things like this, Preston? Yep, I do. Thank you. Is your mouth watering? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. But there's no way I can put away 85 pounds of beef in one. Oh, here's plates. Oh, there we go. Okay. Nick, here. There we go. There we go. Steve. Kathy, it's up by your back. Here's another one. Oh, thank you, Nick. That's really, really good. It's seasoned really well too, which is one. It's not just meat. You guys put some good stuff on there, dear God, uh, to give it some uh, some love. And uh, I can't believe you. How, how do you stuff that with cheese? Is it just is it cheese sauce that's inside of that? Because it's it's oozing out. Yeah, we solidified the the cheese first, and then we put it inside, and then we packed the burgers around. So you like you put it in cold, I guess. Yes. Okay. And then when it. When it heats up, when it cooks and heats up, it it's all bubbly, comes to the perfect temperature, and it's oh, yeah. bubbly and oozy. Oh God, yeah! I gotta, and you got to rub that on something. I, you know, listen, pick a night where you just want to disconnect and not worry about. This is really good. And they're good. It's sensational. They're, they, they, they. Um, again, there's a nice uh, confluence of. Um, it's not too. How <laughs> you doing over there, Nick? I'm sorry, Steve. I'm very good. Yeah. There's a lot of ooze. It is. He's licking it all up <laughs> off his face. We should have you put the mouth uh, spreaders oh, in there God. and eat that. Oh, dear Lord. Maybe we did with the pizza. Casey, are you sure you're Catholic? No. Can I get Can I get some napkins? Wow, that's it's really, really good. No, uh, I have a small, I have, what is this, about a quarter, a fifth? Uh, one quarter. One quarter, yeah. This Terry, can, can you eat a whole one, you think? It's not on my diet. I'm this, not allowed to eat it. Yeah. No, but 
But he can make it. <laughs> yeah, I can make it. <laughs> Fantastic. Any other uh, specialties at uh, at Cadillac Grill that are that are favorites that you want to point out while you're here? Everything. 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 No, right. no, no other specialty. Fair enough. Something, Everything's yeah. good. Fair enough. Uh, Kate, how about you? Anything uh, you want to pass along uh, from your position of the premium division manager for Aramark? Yeah, just wanted to uh, the concept of the sandwich wow. and what we came up with to keep it obviously uh, unique to the restaurant. Um, so having that pound of meat um, <laughs> Any another, other? and then another half pound of meat. Um, and then one to keep it local. So with the cheese sauce and the, we also have the pickled peppers on the side to give it that little bit of, uh, that cheese steak feel of, yeah. feel. so yep. yeah, I wanted to keep it nice and new to the, cool. is there a steak fry or anything that goes with it? Or do, do people just, this, there's no way this <laughs> cannot, need any more yeah, I know. Food. Yeah. You could certainly add on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then call an ambulance. <laughs> and then call an ambulance. Yeah. Right. Wow. Excellent. Uh, well, that's a home run. Thank you guys yeah. uh, for Thank bringing you. it by welcome. this morning. We will, it, trust me, this will all get eaten at some point or another. Uh, we'll make sure that somebody comes in and tries them out. But, uh, yeah, Cadillac Grill, really cool place. Look into it. Uh, premium seating. That's if you, correct. If you want to become a member of Cadillac Grill, it's certainly wow. worth it. So, uh, nice job. So, thank you, Perry, and yeah. thank, thank you, Kate, for being here this well morning. Done. And going to all this trouble to make these burgers and bring them in at this hour of the morning. Uh, that's really, really awesome. So, thank wow. you very much. What do you think? Well, it's great. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. absolute decadence of it that I find. And then it tastes great. It's yeah. meant to be... <laughs> Insanely ridiculous, yep. but I love it. Nick, you're you're. It's so good. Yeah, it's. I like. I don't know how anybody would uh, would eat one, an entire one. But um, yeah, take a friend or two friends or three friends, and uh, and divide it amongst yourselves. Oh, yum, yum. All right. Uh, anyhow, let's move. We don't have a whole lot of time uh, right. that we can chit chat. That'll so. give us time to burp. Uh, yeah, you will have that moment. Uh, I saw this. This was kind of nice uh, this morning to see this story. Um, that uh, if. Uh, Essentially, the older you get, the better you feel. I is, think that's right. Is what this study oh, says. God, yeah, really. Uh, yeah. Physically what? or mentally, press. Are things getting worse, Kath? <laughs> yes. Oh man, mentally. Okay. Oh, Phys- right. Physically okay. is a different oh. story. That's uh, that's up to chance and also how you take care of yourself. Um, but We're even all if you're on our way to dying, well, eventually, yeah, you're, you're on your way to dying the second you're born. But uh, it says here that if life's got you down, wait a bit because you'll feel better when you're older. Researchers found that people perceive anger and fear less and less, but happiness just as much as we age. So the the emotions of fear and anger start to kind of whittle away a little bit. Yes. Uh, Specifically, our ability to perceive all three emotions peak at around age 30. All right, so that's fear, anger, and happiness. Emotions peak around age 30. Uh, and then our ability to distinguish fine changes between fear and anger drops. And researchers aren't sure why this happens, but they say that it could be due to declining cognition or even our vision getting worse. So we're ju- we just don't see the things we should be upset about. Yeah, you don't see them and you can't think as well anymore. So you're happy. So you're it's, good. It's you're blissfully unaware. It's not <laughs> pissing me off because I can't really make it out. Uh, basically, life gets better as we age because we get better at ignoring angry people as well. That's part of it. You know, I don't know how you stay blissful. Blissfully happy. Hmm. Just live on these burgers. This burger alone <laughs> will do it. The Broad Street Burger. <laughs> um, and then I actually caught another story, and I don't have the, the, the details of it here, but essentially said... Another disappearing anus? No, it's not disappearing anus, but it has to do with aging and uh, that one of the, the, the great fears of getting older is loneliness. Yes, I, I can see that. I, you that, know what? 
that at I think a third of people feel really really lonely when they get to advanced age, and there there are a couple of reasons why uh, you know physical issues can be one of them. Uh, and, and, and one of the physical issues that was cited was, uh, was hearing loss, yeah. which I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I can hardly hear anyway. Have you seen the commercials? I mean, the, the state of technology, and you know, you, you endorse the, the place that, that, uh, yeah, Salus University. They yeah. do, they're doing great things mm-hmm. with restoring the, the hearing, but there's a commercial where the guy is, the son's saying, love you, dad. Well, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, so you, you know, yeah. uh, but that is becoming less of an issue. I've, I've started to think about way, way down the road. Listen, I'm 50 years old. I'm 51, actually. Um, You're not long for this world. I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a little long Don't in the tooth. Don't worry about yeah. it. A little long in the tooth. So I started to think about these things a little bit, and I actually was thinking about long term where we're going to be and how happy, how, how important happiness will be. Okay, so. You know, if you eventually get to an age where you retire and and you've you've done the proper things financially yes. to make sure that you're going to have a decent life, but right. it's not just having things; it's having the right people around you. So I've actually started to talk to our best friends to say, "Where are we all going to end up together?" Mm-hmm. Because we all need to end up together at that advanced you talked stage about in this. our life. Like with with Will Chapman, That's you're exactly you're... who I'm talking about. I'm like, I want to set up a meeting. Where we can start chit chatting about thirty years from now, yeah. and where we're all going to be together. I've, I, you know, already uh, bought my retirement place. You know what I mean? So, like, I, and I want to is it your, uh, your shore house? Shore house? Yeah. yeah. So, and that's that's where I'm going to be when I retire. But I also wanted to buy it now instead of like buying it, however much it's going to cost in thirty right. years from now, however old I'm going to be when I retire. If it were socially acceptable to move into a retirement home now, I would do so. They, mm. they, they're they fun, like the cafeteria. There's that one that we've talked about where uh, John Oates' dad lives, where they got a bar. And honestly, Nick, those old ladies are easy pick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they've been widows for a while. <laughs> but the thing that, that concerned me most was who I'm going to be surrounded by. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, these are our favorite people. I'm like, I want us to be, I want to make sure that we're all together. The freaking commercials look so cool. They're having all these parties and everything, and they're doing uh, arts and crafts. They're learning yoga. Yeah. It's amazing. They Marissa. have golf carts. Marissa. I had a handful of friends that came over last night and brought me some soup and some ice cream Aww. after my surgery. And we all sat around, and the end of the night, we were talking about that we're all going to buy an apartment building somewhere in the city and just take it over. There you go. And it was like six of us there, and we were naming other people that are going to do it. And there's Or there's a retirement community on the parkway or there's one right in the neighborhood like we've already decided we're all just going to live together and just party all the time see even marissa the young one thinks about this stuff uh-huh yeah so there you go because well, we don't have any kids so we need to make sure someone's taking care of us <laughs> it's, it's true yeah it's like that it's like you get an apartment set up like a, like they had in batteries not included mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. my aunt and uncle just went actually we were in the poconos last weekend and so were they they um they're in their my aunt is in her 70s my uncle just turned 80 um this year and they were at their a pajama party with their friends there were eight of them they all went to the poconos somebody has a house in the poconos they all bought the exact same pajamas uh, and they were dressed in PJs and drinking martinis, and uh, she invited us over for you breakfast. You left out the sad part, though. They thought they were in street clothes. <laughs> no, but I mean, they... That's like, so cool, though. They, but they do all of this stuff with their friends. I mean, they're not in a retirement home or anything like that, but, um, you know, to be that age and to still be going and doing things like that, and they... Ha- she's... We, we call her a teenager because she'll post on Facebook, like, great times with great friends, and they're constantly out doing things. I'm like, you know what? That's how I want to Well, retire. the perception is is vastly different. I mean, I, I, I feel, you know, like health-wise, I'm, I'm in, you know, I, I'm better than I've ever felt. I, you know, I, I, I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you know, I look at my dad who's in his 90s and he's all over the freaking place. He, he works out yeah. every day. 
you can, it's what you invest into it. Right. You know? Yep. I have a friend that's getting older, and he got divorced about 20 years ago, and um, he's a very happy bachelor. However, he struggles with the notion of getting older and being lonely, and I, and I understand yeah, where he's coming yeah. from on that mm-hmm. because it's he really likes his lifestyle. He's not interested in, in dating anybody at this particular time. Does he have a lot of money? Uh, I mean, he's, com- of money? he's comfortable, you know, but it, I, I think that he loves his life right now. He's afraid of what his life might be in 10 to 15 years if he's still alone. And that's exactly what that story was that right. I caught right. was, was about. And that's that's something to consider and something to think about as before you get old. I mean, right. try, try to con- make those considerations. If you can, then you, so the yeah. advice is forge a relationship that just to do it, not even if there's not a lot of love involved. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay. Marry people <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, yeah. Just just somebody, yeah, just somebody for, for you over here. All right, now here's something that can also improve your health and make you happier, as well as the story. Another story that I saw. It's, well, narcotics definitely definitely would do that. All right. But actually, spending outdoors, and I know you guys, a few over here, will absolutely concur with this. Spending time outdoors, especially in green spaces, is one of the fastest ways to improve your health and happiness. It has been shown to lower stress, blood pressure, and heart rate while encouraging physical activity and buoying mood and mental health. Meaning, I love buoying. Buoy. <laughs> like a buoy? Yes. Buoy. Yeah, buoying. Buoy. I, I hike every day. Uh, and when and I and my preference is to go out into hiking trails, which are readily accessible where, from where I live. A lot of times, because weather's inclement, I'll be on on just scenic streets in my area, and I'll do a couple miles. I'll do five, six miles with the dog. It's classic Zen time. Uh, it's exercise. I love it, and it it really helps keep you centered. I, yep. I totally concur with this. You buoy all over the place. I buoy all over the place. Uh, some, I have to wring the buoy out of my shorts when I get home. Some research even suggests that green space is associated with a lower risk of developing psychiatric disorders. All findings that doctors are increasingly taking seriously and relaying it to their patients. And now, there's a new study that was published in the International Journal of Environmental Health Research. Adds that. Adds the evidence and shows just how little bit of time, how little time it takes you to get the benefits of being outside. Spending just 20 minutes in a a park, even if you don't exercise while you're there, is enough to improve well-being, according to the research. Just go outside. Uh, For the study, researchers surveyed adults who visited one of three urban parks in the summer and fall. They were given fitness trackers to measure physical activity, but were not told what to do in the park or how long to stay. Each person also answered questions about their life satisfaction and mood, which were used to calculate a subjective well-being score. The maximum value was 55 uh, before and after their park visit. The average park visit lasted 32 minutes. 30% of the people engaged in at least moderately intense intensity physical activity while there. Well-being scores rose during the park visit in 60% of the people with an average increase of about 1.5 points from a 37 to a 39. There's a lot to be said for that that downtime. So physical activity was not necessary to increase well-being, the study authors found, even though plenty of researchers suggested exercise is great for mental health, particularly when it's done outside. For many people in the study, simply being in a green space seemed to be enough to spark a change. I totally believe this. I started doing some hiking uh, this uh, year with with my son, and it's great. And I forgot how much I love being in nature. And there's parks all over the area. So the whole, like the Wishaken Trail and, and all these other trails, uh, Cresham Trail, 
all by per where I live. Trail, Schuylkill Trail, all uh, of It's them, awesome. Mm-hmm. And irregular terrain. I'll hike at a good clip with the dog. I'll pee outside, which is awesome. Yep. And, uh, you know, there you go. Uh, the medical community is increasingly viewing green space as a place for their patients to reap physical and mental <sighs> health benefits. Some physicians are even writing prescriptions for it. They're called nature prescriptions. Nature prescriptions. Yeah. Therapies that Take are... Take two parks and call me in the morning. <laughs> therapies that are redeemable only outdoors in the fresh air of a local park. They advise patients to spend an hour each week playing tennis, for instance, or to explore all of the soccer fields near their home. And the scripts are recorded in uh, <sighs> patients' electronic health records. So they're Go actually, chase squirrels. They're actually being told to get out yeah. and do this as part of a recovery process. With that comes a caveat, though. Check the expiration date on, date on that part. Yeah, you might want to. Uh, by writing nature prescriptions alongside pharmaceutical prescriptions when necessary, yeah, uh, physicians are encouraging their patients to get outdoors and take advantage of what many view to be free medicine. Hmm. And what uh, all this good news, Nick? You probably get out to the area, the the, the a variety of parks. You're like you'll drive distances yeah. to go to different parks in and around here. We've got a lot of great areas. We do, and, and you and I, uh, Preston, we're talking about the All Trails app, and um, mm-hmm. it's a great uh, Steve. Uh, I don't know if you have it or not, but it's it's an awesome way to find all sorts of local hikes, and some are challenging, some are really easy. Um, but it tracks uh, elevation gain and loss, and it's a really cool way to see a lot of the different areas, uh, parks in the area, uh, the All Trails app. But I'm I'm planning on hitting at least four more national parks this year. Yeah, and. Uh, um, and but you don't have to go to the national parks to experience the outdoors. Yep. And so if if you just if if something has been an issue, I'm not saying it's going to fix all your problems. It'll fix ninety percent of them. But it can it can help you yeah. by just getting outside. Now it's tough to say in weather like this. It's freaking butt ass cold out right now. Yeah, some helps though. But we've got we we have warmer weather coming, and that's why. I think a lot of people end up with the, that uh, stir crazy type of uh, oh yeah uh, shut in sensation when seasonal when get, depression yeah and we get these really bad winters so it's on the way soon but if uh, if you haven't tried that yet it definitely might be worth it and like this story was saying it's free so maybe we'll get uh, Kathy to go camping this little help for <laughs> not going to happen, happen. Not that. yeah no. she'll do the twenty minute thing okay right twenty minutes twenty minutes just get outside yeah oh just god get out I'm, in a park. I'm okay with outside I'm okay with all of it. Hiking. I love going on trails. No I'm tents. not sleeping there. I'm going to go home to my bed. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, we need to take a break, and I want to remind you, we've got about 25 minutes remaining for you to stop by the Metro by T-Mobile in the Northeast. It's at uh, Cotman and Bustleton, the shopping center. You'll find it at 2201 Cotman Avenue. Uh, the Metro by T-Mobile store, if you stop by there, intern Ben is there. Pop in. They're going to tell you a special word. Text that word to 39333, and you need to do it before 10 a.m., you might win $500. And it's Casey's Cash, mind you. Uh, this is a chance for you to catch Casey's Cash because he is our spokesperson for Metro by T-Mobile. So good luck to you. Head by there now. Love it. Take a break and come back in a second, and the Bizarre File is on the way. Stay with us. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. MM Army this Friday from 6 to 8 before the Philadelphia Wings face off against the Buffalo Bandits at the Wells Fargo Center during Fortnite Friday powered by Nerd Street Games. Get tickets at wingslax.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. We got a few stories left. We'll put them in the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. 
Brought to you by Metropolitan Veterinary Associates. Metropolitan Veterinary Associates in Norristown has been a leading specialty and emergency hospital for over 30 years with 13 specialties and over 30 doctors. They are dedicated to providing the highest quality veterinary care. Learn more at metro-vet.com. We'll start with this. A woman was arrested on suspicion of stabbing her mother after confessing to the crime at a Utah Olive Garden. She stabbed her mother after confessing to the crime. No, no, no. She confessed to the crime at the Olive Garden. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was, was arrested on suspicion of stabbing sense. her mother after <laughs> confessing to the crime at a Utah Olive Garden. Okay. Jade Altemeyer was taken into custody with blood on her clothes and arrested at an Olive Garden restaurant after reportedly announcing her deed to fellow diners. Something about the Olive Garden that just makes you want to confess. Following the report of a stabbing nearby, police found uh, Carla Orsini at the Extended Stay Hotel with multiple stab wounds. I think it's the unlimited breadsticks. A probable cause statement noted three of these injuries are in locations that are likely to cause death. She had been stabbed in her chest, neck, finger, and had lacerations on both her lip and left arm. She was subsequently brought to the hospital where she was expected to survive. And now for a little taste of Italy. But her daughter felt like confessing at an olive garden an orange county man is uh under arrest after allegedly throwing molotov cocktails at his own vehicle inside an impound lot i'll show me uh the owner darnell adams said he came back and he started throwing gas cocktail bombs over the fence at his own car the state fire marshal is now investigating what happened adams said that he was going to hand over the keys because uh abdulorum that's the guy's last name uh, had already paid almost $300 to get his car out of the impound lot, but instead of going home with the burned-out car, he was stuck behind crime scene tape. Adam said he was bringing up his keys when the surveillance cameras caught the guy throwing several firebombs at the vehicle. He said, everything's on camera. I showed it to the cops. I mean, it's clear as day, throwing like three, four, five gas bombs over the fence. And he said, 20 minutes. If the guy had waited 20 minutes, he would have been able to drive away in his own car. Hmm. But he couldn't wait to make the gas bomb. He just got excited and went at it. All right, so this next story, I like this next story, but it's of a nature to where some of the words I'm not able to use, or one in particular I'm not able to use on the air, even though it is a clinical word. So I'm going to use a made-up word to describe this particular thing. I'm excited. And the word I'm going to use is... Slitterous. Slitterous, all right. Oh, man. So the National Film Board of Canada, which on Monday launched an interactive game for mobile devices that takes a playful, informative approach to female sexual satisfaction and the role of the slitterous. Yes. Uh, the five-minute game was developed in collaboration... Harry Potter's teachers. ...with eight students from the <laughs> University de Quebec in Montreal as part of an eight-week internship program. Under the direction of NFB executive producer Hughes Sweeney, the interns were each asked to come up with an idea for an interactive project, the one that uh, resonated most of the group of seven females and one male uh, looking at women's sexual health, specifically women's sexual satisfaction. Uh, During the research on the subject, the interns came across references to the orgasm gap, is what it's called, between males and females. For instance, a 2014 study showed that when having sex for the first time with a new partner, 85% of men reached that. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't true. It was only true for 62% of women, heterosexual women, and 75% of lesbians. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, the group decided an interactive game that focuses on the slitterous in a fun but fact-filled way might be a way to help close that gap. So they Is created... it slitterous or slitorous? 
Uh, you know what? It could be either one. Okay. I, I like Slitoris as well. It's kind of nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyhow, uh, they said we went from that and we thought that it might be because the Slitoris yeah. is not sort of well known, said Maud Frazier. By you the mean way, known as the slit in the boat. By the way, a young lady named Maud. You don't hear that often either. Nope. Uh, who I'm is interested in my Slitoris. A graduate. <laughs> A graduate of the, Come jur- again, ma'am? the journalism program. Uh, uh, sir? She added that the organ's <laughs> only purpose is pleasure. When open on a, a mobile device, the game introduces a player to an animated stop-motion video that introduces the anatomy of the slitoris, or slitoris, uh, represented by somewhat octopus-like avatar the group created based on the first 3D model of the female genital organ produced in 2015. And then there's a little game where you have to satisfy... Your the slitoris? The slitoris. All right, I'm doing it. With different techniques and uh, using the garage remote. Spoiler alert: It ends with uh, with a big O. So, just thought I would um, throw that in. There. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought that was a fun story. Uh, here is a not so fun story for this guy. German police are trying to help a man find a ceramic jug made by Pablo Picasso that he accidentally left on a train earlier this month. Oh, my God. So what's the worth of this thing? Uh, it is worth about $10,000. That's not that bad. But it's still, I, I was thinking that, too, because there are you know, works yeah. of his that can be millions of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. But, but losing ten grand would suck, too. Sure. Uh, so he was traveling from uh, Kassel to Dusseldorf. Uh, when Just he, outside of Slitterus. When he switched. <laughs> When he switched trains in the city of Ham and forgot to bring his precious cargo with him, uh, the 10 inch tall ceramic piece dates to 1953 and was an original craft by Picasso at his uh, Madura workshop in the south of France. Uh, it is part of Picasso's Owl series and is estimated to be worth at least $10,000. Look at this. It did an owl. Uh, police said the man reported. I like owls. The dis- they got big eyes. Uh, the disappearance immediately after exiting the train, but the bag with the jug inside it was already gone. Yes, Picasso. It's very good. Yeah, it's my best owl yet. The shopping bag was made of solid cardboard with blue <laughs> lettering, so they are trying to track it down. I am king of the owls. They don't know if they'll be able to, to do it or not. And that's your bizarre file. <laughs> Nick took a picture of an owl the other day. Yes. yes. Yeah. Specifically for Kathy. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was a <clears throat> excuse me, I got a burger in my throat. You've got a nine pound burger in your throat. It was a barred owl. I thought it was a gray owl when I first saw it, but uh, yeah, I stayed in the Poconos all weekend long and was going from Jack Frost uh, to a place near Toby Hanna, and it was just pulled over on the side of the road, and it was it was really cool for me. I know Kathy, you hate birds, but it was <laughs> it was a really neat uh, spotting. You don't normally see owls during the day, but the thing was just hanging out. Did you say a, a bard or a barn? It, that's what I was. Recite Shakespeare. No, I, <laughs> I was confused by that as well. But it's B A R R E D. Uh, some people pointed oh. it out to me. I, I posted a photo on my Instagram account because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a, a gray owl, but it was really, it was really uh, a cool spot. Nick, I was hiking in the Wissahickon area down by the hundred steps uh, in Maniunk, Maniunk area, Wissahickon, in a little bit, and at the top of a tree, like this picture that you have here, the owl just against the 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 sky, a huge bird. Yeah. But I'm hearing. You know, the the, the the classic owl sound. Yeah. They're massive. And it was so majestic and unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, Steve, I think I've heard them before, but I don't know if I've ever seen an owl in the wild like this. And I certainly haven't seen one this up uh, up and close in this personal. So. I've se- I, you know what I hear all the time in the woods when I go hiking? Woodpeckers. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's pretty cool. I do like the look at that. What? 
That's what you hear. Okay. Anyhow, uh, check Nick's uh, Instagram if you want to take a look at the owl. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. I want to remind you we have a secret text right in fact, Kath. Let's get a winner. What what okay. number caller you want to pick? I'm going to go with 15. What a number! Call it 15-215-263-WMOR. You need to know the secret text word. Let's see if you win, and we'll find out when we get back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. Glorious Sun. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Something we're going to get to at this very moment would be a winner for our secret text word. Kathy had demanded that we take call number 15, so we're going to do that. Demanded. Well, let's go over to Jim. Hey, Jim, how you doing, man? How you doing, Preston? I'm having a rim job of a day. A rim (laughs) rim job job of a day. day. Now, that's a bonus. That's a hell of a job. I love it. Jim, what's the secret text word? Dentist. Dentist is correct. Hang on, man. We're going to give him, for our secret text word, a four-pack of tickets to see Matchroom Boxing, March 15th, Leah Core Center. You can get tickets at leahcorecenter.com. And we are also going to give tickets to Leanne Emig, who is from, uh, let's see, Lime Kiln Pike Amblers. Oh, so she's from Ambler. Okay. I just gave out her street as well. Uh, <laughs> What's the house number there, Preston? Well, Is she at work right now? It uh, says City Lime yeah. Kiln Pike <laughs> Ambler. Ambler. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to set you up, Leanne. Uh, congratulations. I understand her window locks are very loose. Who are you? And... Uh, We'll get. What's the latest on getting our money winner? Is that a little later? Eric on? is finding that out right now. Okay, and that is with uh, Casey's Cash. That's awesome. At uh, Metro by T-Mobile, and uh, we're going to do it again. By the way, I've been yes. Told, so mm-hmm. this is not the only time. Um, we're going to do the lesson question now, though, and we have a chance for you to win uh, the Office season three on DVD. And the question I have for you this morning: uh, Which activities did the Royal Foursome do over the holidays? <laughs> and if you just give one of them, that's fine. Yeah. Two one five two six three WMMR. Which activities did the Royal Foursome do over the holidays? Steve had mentioned this in passing. Uh, it was early this morning, it was before seven a.m. Uh, if you were listening and you know, you should call two one five two six three WMMR. You get it right, you get a prize. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. And we're going to get right to it. Steve, what stories do you have for us this morning? Well, Travis Scott deleted his Instagram account and a bitch proved to Kylie Jenner that he's not cheating, but it doesn't stop there. Scott says he's even considering not having sex with other women. Whoa. Oh, oh my God. He really wants to make a point. And Oprah Winfrey inundated with hate messages from Michael Jackson supporters after interviewing two of his molestation accusers. One stinging tweet read, quote, flinging huge virtual turds at you, bitch, signed Bubbles. Whoa. Oh, my God. He's close at Michael. And finally, Jeff Bezos, his best friend, tried to get him to save his 25-year marriage by attending a pricey counseling retreat. Uh, Bezos initially said he would agree to it, but only if he could bring his mistress. (laughs) That fell through, and that's your Hollywood trash. Okay, we'll see if somebody knows uh, one of the answers. We have two answers that you could give us. Uh, What activities the Royal Foursome do over the holidays? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Kenny. Kenny. Hey, Kenny, good morning. Not up yet. Not up yet. (laughs) Kenny, what was uh, one of the activities that the Royal Foursome did over the holidays? They were go-karting. Yes! (laughs) 
Go-karting or hatchet-throwing. Would have accepted either one of those. And uh, since Kenny got it, we're going to get in the office. Season 3 on DVD. Dunder Mifflin has relocated to Cozy TV. And you can catch Michael, Dwight, Jim, Pam, and the rest of The Office in a two-hour block every night, every weeknight at 10 on Cozy TV. Broadcast Channel 10.2, Xfinity Channel 248, and Verizon Channel 460 in Philadelphia. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Hi, Music News brought to you by Duncan. You're in luck. Duncan has $2 medium iced coffees all day long. Plus, celebrate St. Patrick's Day throughout March with Duncan's delicious Irish cream coffees. America runs on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. So, I had mentioned uh, live. They are going to be joining Bush. Ah. And they are doing what is called the Ultimate Tour. Alt. I get it. Alternative Ultimate Tour. And it's a co-headlining summer run that's going to see the two acts celebrate the 25th anniversary of their respective breakthrough albums, 16 Stone and Throwing Copper. That's a nice bill. Special guest on the tour as well will be Canadian alternative act Our Lady Peace. Huh. So actually, it's a great bill, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Road Show. That would have been a huge bill around the uh, yeah, what, late 90s. Yeah, around uh, arenas and outdoor amphitheaters in 33 cities across the country. They are going to be, the closest I saw them come is Atlantic City. Hard Rock Live at, uh, at uh, I'm sorry, the Hard Rock Live at Eddie's Arena. Eddie's. Eddie's, sorry, Eddie's Arena. And they'll also be in Allentown at the Great Allentown Fair. So those are the only two dates that I saw. That's June 7th and then August 27th. Gavin Rossdale said, we're thrilled to be touring this summer with Live. The wealth and depth of songs uh, from both bands should provide a great night of music. Live singer Ed Kowalczyk added, Bush is a great band. And Gavin is a super passionate singer and performer. I know the fans are going to get one hell of a show. Tickets go on sale to the general public beginning Friday the 15th at 10 a.m. I wonder if they'll add a Philly date because they're both big here. Yeah. Yes. You know? It would make sense. Yeah, I would hope so. Jack White has donated $10,000 to help renovate Detroit's historic uh, Hamtrak Stadium, one of the last remaining Negro League ballparks in America. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, efforts are currently underway to restore the field next year. And the Friends of Historic Hamtrak uh, Stadium have launched a crowdfunding campaign uh, to make that happen. It's called Hamtrak? Hamtramk. It, well, it's spelled Ham, H-A-M-T-R-A-M-C-K. I'm not familiar. Mm-mm. Yeah. So the Michigan Economic Development Corporations is matching all funds raised, and White is one of the first owners. We talk about the movie Bingo Long and the Traveling All-Stars Press, and we're both big fans of that. And that, yep. that is a movie about the, the, the Negro League and the, and the play and the traveling, and it's just a fascinating time and uh, a lot of great athletes. Yeah, the campaign hosted by Detroit-based crowdfunding platform uh, Patron City is looking to raise fifty grand in total. Uh, White, a lo- uh, lifelong baseball and Detroit Tigers fan, invested in 2016 in the Warstick Baseball Bat Company, uh, recording the song Battle Cry to help market the bats. A signature bat made by White for the company was introduced, or I'm sorry, was inducted into the inducted in the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2018. Uh, White has also reportedly invested anonymously in restoring baseball fields around his home city of Detroit so the kids could play in them, including one park which he allegedly invested $170,000. So wow. He walks the walk. He helps out a lot. 
Uh, Skillet is teaming up with Z2 Comics to publish its own graphic novel. I've mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's titled Eden, a Skillet graphic novel. The book is based on an original story idea created by Skillet frontman John Cooper. Does it involve Night Skirt? In collaboration <laughs> with the creative team of Z2 Comics. Uh, the comic is scheduled for release in late summer of 2019. Uh, you know, while I've been enjoying Umbrella Academy, yes. that graphic novel, one of the writers, you remember who that was? Gerard Way. No way. He was one of the writers of from that. From My Chemical uh, Romance? Yeah, from that. Uh, I'm pretty, there you go. I'm pretty certain I read that. So, you know, some of these guys have talent uh, beyond the, the music. Uh, Cooper said that I am beyond thrilled about Eden. It's always been a dream of mine to create a comic. Comics are still an important part of my life today, and I can now share that love with my children with the release of this book. In many ways, this graphic novel is a natural extension of Skillet's career. It's about perseverance, unlikely heroes, and faith in what you believe, and I hope that the the fans love it. If you ever get a chance to just, you know, the graphic novels, a lot of times they're collections. I'm reading the Frank Miller, the Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, Master Race, Mm -hmm. which is a collection of, of comics that he's involved with. And you read them; it, it, they're really wonderful. Especially, you know, yeah. uh, they're ones that are done specifically to be full-blown graphic novels, and they're ones, as I said before, are collections. Regardless, you know, you get something that's really good. You get involved with it's 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 a, it's a whole art form unto itself. I love them. Yeah, I, I think they're great. It's a it's a, a nice break from you know just reading a straight up novel. Yeah, it can be just as engaging with great artwork as well. Right. So I, I'm all on board for graphic novels. The story follows two main characters of John and Corey, based on the real-life Coopers, his, he and, uh, you know, his brother, uh, to save their family and town. They must uncover the mystery behind the dreams of a prophecy that threatens to consume them. Uh, they set out on a quest that will take them through the barren wastelands and gleaming cities of a near-future Tennessee. Bandmate Seth Morrison and Jen Ledger are also characters. It's Tennessee, but it's Tennessee in the year twenty. 20- 20. Yeah. Wait. Oh, my God. That's scary. All right. So one last story. Pete Townsend has announced the November 5th publication of his first novel titled The Age of Anxiety, and it'll be released via Cornet. And Townsend, who has written extensively throughout his career, released a series of semi-autobiographical short stories titled Horse's Neck in 1985, an online novella called The Boy Who Heard Music, which went on to partially form the basis for The Who's last album, uh, which was in 2006, Endless Wire, and most recently his memoir, uh, Who I Am. That was from 2012. Townsend said, Ten years ago, I decided to create a magnum opus that would combine opera, art installation, and novel. Uh, Suddenly, here I am with a completed novel ready to publish. I'm an avid reader reader, and I have really enjoyed writing it. I'm also happy to say that the majority of the music is composed, ready to be polished up for the release and performance. It's tremendously exciting, he said. Says it's the gooderest thing he's ever done. And by the way, The Who will be performing May 25th at Citizens Bank Park here in the city of brotherly love. And that is what I have for you this morning in Music News. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap the thing up. And, of course, we'll get you that much closer to winning our Word of the Week prize. I'll tell you all about that when we get back. Stay with us. 3 WMMR presents an epic co-headline summer tour with Korn. And Alice in Chains. 
Saturday, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion with special guests under oath. Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.com. Corn and Allison Chains North American Tour, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The category of everything that rocks, don't you think? Yes. Wednesday morning with the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, our broadcast day, about ready to wrap up in a little bit. Clouds have kind of made their way into the area. Started off nice and sunny today, but we're going to have partly cloudy skies. However, breezy and cold, so it's going to feel pretty brutal today. What's the well, wind chill going to be, do they say? It's going to be in the teens. So right. we're, we're up to about 27, uh, but the wind chills are going to be in the teens. Uh, partly cloudy, 36. Tomorrow, maybe a rain or a snow shower on Friday, 36, and then we change. Saturday is sunny, near 50 degrees, and then a Sunday, maybe with some rain, but we'll be in the mid-50s. I have not looked beyond that yet to see what might be in store. So uh, all I know is we have dreams of Florida uh, <laughs> as we leave, uh, man, a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we're flying yeah. out uh, to Tampa, and then we head down to Clearwater, and then uh, we broadcast live from the ballpark. And it's over to Cuba. And on yep. to Cuba. Why not? Why not? Most of the way there. Um, so we're looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. Thank you, by the way, uh, to the gang from the Wells Fargo Center that were here. We had the uh, Cadillac Grill. Uh, he is the um, the chef, um, the executive chef, and his name is uh, Perry uh, Katsapas, who came in yes. and brought us the Broad Street Burger along with Tate Foley as well. And uh, oh You need to see the pictures God. of it. Yeah, to really appreciate what we're talking about. It's huge. I, I had a, the slightest, I, I had a tiny bit to taste. It was so damn good. Oh, my God. And I didn't even taste the steak that's on it, too, the tenderloin. The steak, honestly. So I'm not a regular steak dude, yeah. but that was sensational. Wow. So uh, thank you, guys. And if you, uh, if you remember Cadillac Grill, then you already know. Um, and thank you to uh, Casey for offering up 500 bucks this morning. Hey, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Casey's cash, and I believe we have, uh, yeah, we have a winner. Oh, we, have oh! A winner. we can oh. announce the winner. Uh, Casey had uh, done this thing where he'd set up a special word, which was available only at the Metro by T-Mobile location at 2201 Cotman, Cotman and Bustleton. And we had people stop by there between 9 and 10, go and see what the word was, and text it. And then we grabbed one randomly. And I got a winner. Ooh. Our winner of uh, Casey's Cash, 500 bucks is Yana Sen from oh. Northeast Philadelphia. Oh. And uh, Yana works at Penn Cardiology right around the uh, corner from the Metro by Mobile by T-Mobile store. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. So congratulations. We got $500 for Yana. And this isn't the only time we're doing this. No. And maybe the next one's going to be right by you or right by work or somewhere that you're driving by and we'll make it very very easy for you to win $500. So thank you very much uh Metro by T-Mobile for setting us up with that today. It was a lot of fun. So we will do it uh, again. Uh Pierre Robert has made it in. He's uh He's got his toque on. That means chilly. Ready to go, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's cold. Eric. It's brisk, huh? It's crazy, man. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. We have a big coffee. The big I don't coffee. like it. I don't like it. It's getting there, though. Like we're, when we're... I fell off the sled or off the double-decker bu- bus. You don't like that. Preston says, come over here. I go, why? <laughs> I don't like it. I want to try for it. 
Uh, it is daylight savings time this week, yes. I believe, isn't it? Now, yeah. that's something to be sparky about. Exactly. It's a good sign. I'm yes. really sparky. Uh, no, but I, I find that as that's when we kind of turn the corner. And that's where it's like, okay, it's real. We're coming back. But the Sick. trick about Sick. March is March is deceptively <laughs> unpleasant at times. It yes. can be. It can be the most brutal of months. It really can be. Mm-hmm. And it, it can really it can really just like, okay, we got it. Oh, no, not again. Mm-hmm. Um, so March is, March is the trickiest. Yep. And we'll get through it, and we will get you through it. March is the, uh, the lion, right? Yes, March comes in like a lion but goes out like a lamb. Correct. So. Okay. Uh, Ernest month. Hemingway described it as the sparkiest month. He of did. Yeah. The year. Wow. That's a Hemingway quote. I knew I was quoting somebody. <laughs> Sparky. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's get our letter of the day. Ready, man? I'm feeling sparky. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O as in Ophelia. Ah, very good. And we have two more letters to go. We're going to give away from Hyundai City in Burlington, New Jersey, a two-day Two-night golf package at Killington Resort in Vermont. Uh, the March Mayhem deta- uh, deals at Hyundai City are scoring big. Shop them at HyundaiCity.com today. So we'll give that away on Friday. Got some good stuff planned for today, I man. really actually do. I got more Smashing Pumpkins and Noel Gallagher tickets coming to Camden and going on sale Friday. I have uh, a workforce block of... Uh, Tom Petty. I have a block of uh, Pink Floyd for David Gilmore's birthday. And I've got a block of uh, some combined sounds of Tom Morello because we have an interview uh, with Tom Morello uh, at the one o'clock hour today. So ah. a fascinating guy uh, from his days in Rage Against Machine, Audio just, Slave. Just presented at the Academy Awards. Yeah, I yeah. was so amazed to see him show up. Yeah. I mean, not because uh, I interviewed him a while ago and I mean, he's... He's, I don't think he drinks coffee and I don't think he needs to. He's just so animated and energetic and um, he's always got a wind at his back. So he's a fascinating guy. Um, and he's also played with Bruce Springsteen, you know, so we'll have some fun. A conversation with Tom Morello and some of his related music at one o'clock this afternoon. Wonderful. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International. Also brought to you by Monster Mania Com 42, happening March 8th to the 10th. Come see Dolph Lundgren, Christina Ricci, Screams Nev Campbell, Meatloaf, and more. Tickets are available at the door. And for more of the gore in store, visit monstermania.net. Also brought to you by Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness Black Card. You can use at uh, any of their 1,600 locations nationwide, anytime you want. Uh, tomorrow on the program, ladies and gentlemen, it's exciting. We have an open book. We can do Are you whatever kidding me? we want. Oh, my to God. Do tomorrow. I would like to I would like to cast the M- MMR, the movie. Tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Tomorrow we if come we up with that. a cast wow. for... Mm-hmm. The Preston and Steve movie or the MMR movie? MMR, the movie. Wow. So all the full-time staff members. I, I made a list anyway. Did you? All right. Yeah. I, I was just concentrating on the show, but I'll expand the parameters. Get everybody in there. Right. Wow. All right. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Live. Flashing red lights means stop. And flashing yellow lights means slow down, you moron. You shouldn't be driving. Next message. Hey, Nick. Get your ball back ready, man. Much love, man, from Seattle. Love ya. Next message. Good thing all this dead grass is here along the blue route. It's much more useful than another lane.
so nice. There's all the 